I've forgotten how I wanted to start it. To start it. So what are we going with? Reasons, reasoning, reasoning and seasoning. Reasoning and seasoning. I like that reasoning and seasoning. <laughs> tuned in, locked in, tuned in. Yeah. Actually, do I? What do I want to record? I got Sims Simba. I'm just gonna go Ellington. Hello everybody. This is the reason, the season. Hi. This is a podcast. Each week. <laughs> a lot of shit going on. <laughs> 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 all right, look. All right, all right. Let's just blast into it. See what comes out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you tune in every I'm week. Cancel that one. I just said a bag of shit. What? We're just two guys. You want to hear? What? What? No, wasn't that right? Okay. Damn. What's going on, people? You're now tuned into the Reasoning and Seasoning podcast with myself, Ellington, and myself, King Sims. We're just two guys chopping it up, talking shit about topics you want to hear. And of course, we put our own seasoning on it. So make sure you catch us each and every week. <laughs> Did you do you a check with me, or do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all pretty much going to the right same line. So. Oh, okay. That's all good. Just oh, making good. sure, man. That's a disrespect when someone just bypasses your mic check like yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can yeah. see because you were talking when I was actually looking at it. Ah, I and can't see that's shit. Why, that's, why, well, that's, well, why well. Said, that's why I said to uh, Sims, I was like, can you say something on your thing? But yeah, we're all good. Uh, we are all good. One thing I would like to bring to your attention, which I am very keen to discuss and get some views on, is... Let me get to do... Okay, so... Young Brit sentenced to 25 years in Dubai prison mm-hmm. over CBD oil left in his car by a mate. So, a 24-year-old football coach from the UK has been sentenced to 25 years in prison after Dubai police discovered four small bottles of CBD oil in his car. Billy Hood was coerced into signing a confession in Arabic. He has been prosecuted for trafficking, supplying, and possession, and has been held at the police station for nine months now. To make the situation even worse, the CBD oil was left in his car by a friend he'd driven to the airport two weeks earlier. In fact, fitness fanatic Billy is staunchly against drugs. After a urine drug test came out negative, Billy was asked to sign a document in Arabic. He kindly asked for an English translation, but the officer replied laughingly, if you do not sign, you will never leave CID. Two days later, Billy agreed to sign the document. I don't know why I'm laughing. This is like some villain origin story. Like, like, I want to talk to you about this. Just starts laughing as he recounts this harrowing tale, bro. No, I'm, like, like, I'm laughing internally for, for a different reason. So my, my reason is... I'm laughing because his name's Billy. It's like, oh, <laughs> poor Billy. Like made up. It's like Timmy O'Toole. Poor Billy. You know, it's like victim name. Ultimate victim name. Yeah. Like, oh, no. shit happens to people whose name's Billy and That's Timmy. a name generator, yeah? Yeah. It's like, how shit a situation can you have on your hands, like, flipping your mate? CBD oil. I'd be vexed. You didn't even know it was there. How did he get it in? No, oh. so the what, into the country? Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, aren't places peddling CBD oil in Dubai? Like, Pro- nah, to be fair, probably, man. Yeah, you got yeah, enough yeah. money thrown through that area, you could. Yeah. How, one of those things I want to know, like, like, is a CBD supposed possession? to be the good part of, like, when you smoke weed? The non-addictive part? But it, don't they sell that shit in Holland and Barrett's? Yeah. But it's obviously legal in the UK. But over there, they maybe, must have some maybe, rules against yeah. possession. Which like, is you're not even like, allowed to have, like, babes at your hotel. Yeah. Unless they're staying with you. And yeah. even then, there's, like, some certain hotels are, like... You're not allowed to, she's not allowed you to stay to in your hotel married. if you're not married. Yeah, you need to be married. So you could go over there with um, your missus, you're legit, you're calm. Yeah. Sims can't. Yeah. I can't. 
Because <laughs> we're not married. Exactly. Wow. Straight up. It's wild, isn't it? But this is what I think. This is why I was laughing. Mm. Well, not laughing, but like, you know, you're laughing at the irony. Yeah. Now we can see what happens to the mandem in New York or the justice system in the UK. This shit happens all the time. It's called copping a plea. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We've heard this word, we've heard this term so many times throughout rap music, right? Or what? like just in hip hop, in things. Yeah. Like famous one, Khalif Broder. Mm-hmm. Man was kept in custody oh, um, without even being charged or sentenced for, like, for something like two years. Two years. In yeah. maximum prison, yeah. maximum um, um, nice, penitentiary. Bruv, this is, th- that's what it is. But because my name is Billy, now everyone's, oh, But you know what's crazy? See with Billy's situation, right? Okay. William. You're, you're Willi- coerced, William, his name is it. <laughs> you're coerced in Arabic to sign a confession. Um, I think with Dubai in, in particular, there's people who've done all kinds of stuff like the the story about the people who had like sex on the beach like all sorts of that was even the first women one who, isn't it even women who um have been on, in a shopping mall there was a girl who was in a shopping mall wearing a bikini she had just come from like a beach or something yeah, yeah, yeah. and she was in the shopping mall wearing like a shirt over her bikini but yeah. the police followed her around and they said we're taking you straight to prison if you don't buy something right now to cover up we are taking you straight to prison and best believe, when we get to prison, ain't nobody going to hear out your side of the story that you just come from the beach. We will, That's in nice. the same way. Do you know how many times That's I've nice. heard about this coercion of signing a um, confession in Arabic? It makes me wonder what tools have they got in there to like convince people of flipping well, tiger. Like, in, in my head, I'm like, do they not have an embassy in the... In, in, in yeah, do they Dubai? not allow you to consult like flipping... That, this sounds illegal, but then there's bare things that happen in that country that are just fucked up. Like you'd think, nah, you could you couldn't get away with it in the UK. Yeah, but even even worse though, other countries like in Africa, I know certain countries, Uganda, uh, Kenya as well. If they want to pin a case on you, they're not gonna all this about coercion at the police station. My guy, they'll just beat you. They'll beat you Mm. to a bloody pulp within inches of your life, and you will confess because they will. They're about to kill you. Yeah. So it's either either you live in prison or die right now. Whereas in Dubai, they'll do some sort of whatever, however they go about it anyway, but yeah. Free my nigga Billy, man. He ain't even do nothing. Hey, Billy already sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what's funny? Like, the CBD thing, isn't that like, like I was, I was, I was asking before, isn't that like the non-addictive part? Mm. So men are still smuggling in non-addictive substances. Why would they be Just let it be illegal. If it's illegal, it's illegal. Allow it for the two weeks that you're in Dubai, big man. Like, it's, if, you're, if it's not addictive, why are you doing it? No, but some people do it for like um, actual ailments. They do it as actual medicine. Mm. You know, they need it. Man, go to sleep. What are you in Dubai for? Why you go to Dubai? Just... <laughs> Go lay down in your house, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, what's wrong with the yard? <laughs> nah, the, re- <clears throat> the reason I was go Tenerife. The reason I was cracking up was because the other day, obviously, I went to see my mom in Birmingham and that. Oh yeah. And on the way back, like going through, going through um security and that, like I, I get pulled to the side. I got pulled to the side on both times in like search, but like that when I'm coming back from Birmingham, I realized I had like a bottle of perfume. Mm. That I'd never that, that I realized I must have left from last time I stayed or something, and I went all the way through Edinburgh Airport. They didn't tell me nothing, man. And then, like on the way back, that's when they said, "Oh, this is in your bag, brother." So that t- could have been. Could you imagine brother, that? Let me tell you something about Edinburgh Airport. Their security <laughs> is lax today, blood. So you know how sometimes your bag, your, so you know how your bag will get triggered and it goes off to the side. Yeah. Mm. So this has happened. 
And I was like, maybe there were two or three people before me. Mm. So I'm just waiting at the end of the thing, waiting for my bag to get pulled up. The guy in front of me, the guy who's currently being searched, right? So he did the whole thing, picked up the bag. Whose bag is this? Old, bro, old geezer. Must have been about, must have easily been in his late 70s. Yeah. Easily. And he's with his missus or his, some, he's with some woman roughly the same age, right? Now, they've opened up the bag. Says, sir, did you pack this? You say, all oh, the routine questions. You know, nothing's really weird about this. He could have had, like, like you said, he could have put a perfume in there or a bottle in there mm. or shampoo or something and just not realise that, you know, it's over 100 mils or whatever. Mm. Anyway, so they're pulling out all these random things, one of which is a flipping corkscrew. Ah. Not the ones with the arms, mm. the one with the wooden handle. Ah. They just place it to the blood. When I t- they bring, I looked at it and I'm looking at the corkscrew. I looked at the, the, the flight, the, the, the T- yeah, TSA dude, yeah. right? I look at the corkscrew. I look at my man. I look at the corkscrew. I look back at the thing. And I'm like... <laughs> Open and shut case. Blood! What? <laughs> what? Do, I need to, do I need to spell it out for man? Uh, do you know what I mean? So I'm sitting there thinking to my... I'm standing there thinking... I wonder how this is going to play out. Is he just going to calmly disregard it and think, you know what, sir, you can't take this on the plane. And then he's going to say, oh, sir, I didn't realise it was in there. Cool. My thing is, it's not on the aeroplane. They put that bitch right back in the damn suitcase. (laughs) What? That's not what they were looking for. It was like a bottle of something that he left in there. They just said, oh, did you pack your bag yourself? Put it to... And and then when he was putting everything back in there, he just put it back in there. (laughs) I said, big man. Now, wow. careful, you might take someone's eye out with this. Blood! You puncture wow. a whole neck. Like, oh, you've seen those, those, those prison movies. Yeah, just, yeah. Like, shankle man in the neck with their things. I said, so anyway, they packed up the bag or whatever, and then my thing was quick. It was basically in the sleeve. There was something, one of my DJ things, they were like, oh, what is this? Because it had like, loads of wires. So yeah. I've taken it out, and he's like, all right, cool, that's fine done their little security thing. So anyway, I'm I'm basically like maybe a minute and a half behind these people. So you know when you go to the board to check your flight thingy? Yeah. I'm looking at this two, these couple now, I'm looking, you better not be on my flight because <laughs> <laughs> I'm snitching as soon as I get on that plane. But like, you didn't check that by his bag. That old geezer, don't let him fool you, man. He's one of the old boys. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like he's got a corkscrew in his bag. I've seen it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Imagine they actually like, tried yeah. to hijack the thing with the corkscrew. Just- I like <laughs> but anyway, they, they, they were going. They were going on the next flight. I said, "Listen, God be that. God yeah. bless that flight. Because if he starts wiling out some geriatric, <laughs> like start reliving the days in war, right? Like, do, you know I mean? do you know what I mean? Hey. Hey. I say Harry Browning halfway up the stairs. I lie. Uh, I said that's not my flight no more. But yeah, God bless. Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah airport needs to sort it out, mate. The amount of things I've seen go through them sort of securities, I'm just like, eh. nah, behave. I've had I've had one instance where I had to empty out, you know, with camera equipment and all this. Mm-hmm. I carry it, you know, it's, it's in my hand luggage, but I have to empty out every single component because there's batteries in there, all sorts, and mm-hmm. batteries have to be in the little bags. It's fine. Of all the times, like in terms of when I have been traveling with this equipment, Edinburgh Airport, there was one instance where there was a real Jobsworth who wanted to really dissect and know everything, everything. Apart from that one time, bro, like they just I'm like don't. Big man, are you trying to they just a see the hassle that's coming when they see. Mm. Okay, this is a purpose rucksack backpack for electrical items, uh. 
and they see all the compartments, they see all the, uh-huh. and then they see like me emptying it, all that, and it's just like I feel like when it goes through the X-ray, you can see you look. It looks like you look at it because I've actually seen my bag mm. with my DJ equipment go through the X-ray, yeah, and you see it on the screen. Like if you sometimes they have the screen tilted, and I was like, I, I, I get it. There's like loads of wires. It's like metal boxes, yeah. like the sound card, and then obviously you have to take the laptop out now, yeah. but like. There's a the, um, the controller with the oh, pads on it. It's yeah. basically just it's the size of a, a 13 inch MacBook Pro. Yeah. But it's got like loads of pads on it, dials and all the rest of it. It's and like you're a just like perfect explosive device. Exactly. So yeah. you're just like, okay, I get it. And if you're not familiar with this equipment in your day-to-day life, yeah. or you don't know anyone that is, yeah. you're gonna question it. Yeah. And you'd rather question it than just say, ah, oh, nice. If he said he's a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> you, know I mean? like a, you can't just be out here taking people's word for their things, bro. What they ask you about as well is just like, yep, that's a controller. It's a yeah. controller of explosiveness. <laughs> it's a controller of disaster. You know, <laughs> you know like when the supervillains start monologuing out loud. Yes, but little did they know. What was that, sir? Nothing. <laughs> My cunning fiendish plan has come to <laughs> end. But these times they're letting old codgers through with a fucking with corkscrew. corkscrews. But my, 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 my sound card that's about this big ah, <laughs> is getting flagged. Ridiculous. You can see in the x-ray that this is a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going dash him off the flight. Get him out of the airport. Do you know what though? In terms of the least likely uh, kind of, if, if an old man with a corkscrew, right? All the assumptions you make about like, ah, uh, okay. You probably even make small talk with the guy and be like, ah, uh, big wine man are you blah blah it's just like why can't you give me the benefit of those small talk you right. see my devices and stuff and blah blah why can't you give me the same do you know what I mean like I, I feel like people who work in these places they skip you with that because they're just like you're young just like me so we ain't on that how do you know well, I used to get stopped all the time just taking a Nintendo Switch through, uh, yeah. through they're probably trying to low-key steal it off you bro I just like this, this cannot like, pass. It's, it's, like, it's, it's, another, ga- it's another gamer that works there. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, What oh. games you got on this? <laughs> this cannot <laughs> pass. <laughs> this cannot pass, sorry. Oh, you got the new Zelda? Yeah, that can't go past. Have you got the case? Have well. <laughs> you got the case? I'm going to need to see a receipt. <laughs> well, yeah, that's just... Uh, if, I worked, if I worked in the airport, I'll be honest with you, faced with that situation where I found the corkscrew in an older gentleman's bag, I know for a fact I do this, especially when it's older people. Like, I give them crazy amount benefit of the doubt. But that's the perfect troublemaker right there. The one who will be least suspected. Do you know what I mean? Even drugs mules. That's why they get flipping old codgers yeah. or like ditzy looking girls them. or whatever. Do you know what I mean? That's but perfect. that's the thing. See, see, for me, I'm looking at it differently. I'm mm. like, you ain't got much miles left on your clock. So you're risking it. You're predict the man's clock. <laughs> no, because look, he's like, <laughs> he's saying, he's saying we're all dying today. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm checking cancer patients. I'm checking old people. Do you know what I mean? Anyone that looks even more moderately suicidal, you are on my list. See if you're coming through. You got the, no, because look. If you're coming through... You're going to be tackling Make-A-Wish children at the end. <laughs> yeah, listen. 
Yeah, hey, Timmy, get out of here. Get out of here. It's all a corn. I get know the story. Immediately. In fact, cavity search. Oh, my God. No, but man. See, if I see a man come <laughs> through with, with new Air Forces, nice, nice strip, I'm like, he's, he's going, going somewhere. <laughs> Why is he blowing up shit? What's uh. he going to do? He's trying to stay. He doesn't even like people going near him because they might step on his trainers. What do you think he's going to do on an airplane? He doesn't want to go no near, near nobody. He's the safest person. Mm. He's not causing no wahala on nobody. Yeah. But you see, when you see these old people, they're, they're close to death's door. <laughs> and they're bitter. Oh, they're man. bitter. So they're like, nah, everyone's coming Everyone with me. This go. is my last stand. Safe. Hey, Grandpa go. Joe, come over here right now, bro. Empty out the whole bag. Yeah. Who, what was this film? Um, in the last three weeks, flipping out and bad with film titles. The, the old man from Gran Torino was a drug mule for like the Mexican cartel. Oh, um, in his old ass pickup truck. What's his name? Uh, Clint Eastwood. Yes, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. But what's the what's the film called? It's on Netflix. Sick film, yeah. Dope I've not film. seen it yet. But Dope film. Is, is it? No, guilty is a different one. And that's why he got away with it because he's just an old codger. Oh, everyone was just like, hey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I remember. I, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know. I've not seen Dope it. Film. <laughs> okay. Damn. I'm the worst person to ask about films on Netflix, man. Oh, yeah, you don't really watch them things. Where do you watch your films at if you don't watch them on Netflix? Oh, I've got don't two. Ask. Oh, bro. I thought we said this last the time, The dark man. web. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> Listen, man, this is the reason why Bitcoin is invented. Man, I say these movies end up for snuff here. Nah, bro. <laughs> Fucking, uh, you know I don't really watch films on this I go cinema, man. I think I said this last time. Mm. Like, when I, I just come from a film, like, I just... Oh, yeah, you came from... Um, uh, the Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's the one. I still nah. it's Still a top-tier movie, Ibs. I still ain't seen it. I still ain't seen it either. Targeting you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah and I don't really the thing is when I'm at home man I've, over the pandemic and in the 20 years before the pandemic I've spent way too much on video games so now I have this weird guilt whenever I try and watch a TV program it's like nigga you got like 600 games to play man you better put one of them in that console and play it oh, so now, I'm, mean, now yeah. I'm in this like you know how you feel when you're flicking through Netflix oh what should I watch I'm just there playing a game hate playing it because I'm like I spent 50 pounds on this shit and it's now worth 6 pounds <laughs> and it's like that's it man that's my life rinse and repeat depreciate it so badly you're like I must get my 50 pounds worth out of it yeah. nah I hate you still I hate you still I mean, um, that's a mad depreciation I, though in terms of like literally as you step out of the shop it's not even the first time you use it the second you step out of the shop yeah it's like, it's, it's like especially especially in this market man it's like like for those for those games to be worth anything, you have to buy them. Make sure you buy a particular run. Make sure you don't touch it for twenty five years, and then give it to some Ponzi scam of a grading thing. And it's like, yeah, this is worth one million because you're you're in on the scheme. But no, I spent thousands, and I ain't got shit to show for it, boy. Mm. My coffin's gonna be a plain cardboard box. No <laughs> <laughs> you know Any little change, nah, enjoyment. <laughs> don't worry about my future. My future not going anywhere. <laughs> In terms of gaming hours, like in a week, how how much do you think you spend? How many hours do you think you spend on your average week? On average week? Yeah. I spend more time trying to pick a game to play than playing it. Um, that's that's <laughs> like Pornhub. It's like page 2736. Page I'm just tickling my fancy. Yeah. Just got your dick in one hand. Starts using your left hand <laughs> to navigate the computer. It's taking even longer. <laughs> starts putting up messages saying... You've got to be kidding me. We have no Big more content. Man, come on. Give us time to create more content. 
Man's um, in the darkest part of the internet looking for the wildest shit. <laughs> Honestly, I think I only play like a couple of hours. Like, not that, not that much. Maybe a couple of hours every other day. Like, how you would watch a show or two yeah. is how I'd like play a game, man. Oh, okay. You know, like, that's it, man. Ain't, ain't nothing interesting. So that's, that's why um, he knows I go on my, my long journeys. My long journeys around the block, bro. Just... You, if you walk around at any time, you just see me walking around looking sheepish in a trench coat. So, prepare <laughs> for that, bro. Looking all murderish. Yeah. <laughs> Although when see a lot of stuff I watch, like is background noise. Like I'm not really engaged. Whereas with a game, I'm exactly the same. Be, yeah, you've got to be paying attention as to what you're doing. That's why I can't like, watch um, anything with subtitles. Because uh, okay. then you're forced to look at the screen, isn't it? Mm. But like. What am I going to do? Like, if I watched um, Squid Game in its original form, I wouldn't know what the fuck was going on. I'd just look up and see people getting shot. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I know about that show through the memes, not through... Have you not seen it yet? Come on. Anything popular in the the last year, have you seen it? That's true. It's not not happening, man. I'm not that guest. Nah, it's true. There's this talk pop culture. What, Justin And do you know what's funny? I feel like if Nathan watched it, he he can probably list like five other films that are the same concept, but far better. Uh, and none of them are in English. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's the time he's like, he's like one of the, like Nathan's one of them people that will find the obscure shit and okay. it will be banging if you've got patience to understand it. Yeah. Bro, I was going to a point where I'm watching, like as you said, like my subtitle shows um, in dub now while eating, bro. Oh, because you don't have to pay attention. Yeah, come on. You don't older. have to watch it, yeah. I'm old as fuck now. I can't do two things at once. Eating and eating and reading subtitles. Oh. Could we ever, though? Could we ever do two things at once? I feel like... We just split our attention. And we weren't, we weren't demanded. There's nothing demanding our attention to the degree that they are now. Like, Maybe. back in the day, you're, doing, you're watching your favourite TV programme and doing homework. These times, you're getting a, a D for your homework. Obviously, you weren't paying attention to two things at once. You were skipping. That's what I mean. Man, misspelling basic words. <laughs> now nah, I feel like my brain was compartmentalized a bit better when I was younger. Now I'm just like, I finish work, sit down, eat some food, try to choose a game. It's like, oh, it's nine thirty, and then I just topple into the shower and fall into bed. Yeah, sounds like it's a rinse repeat, world boy. Yeah, some old man shit. Which yeah. is why you guys brought me here. Yeah, yeah. some levity. <laughs> yeah, so for me, after this, I'm going to the club. <laughs> I'm going to chill for about an hour or so, and then I've got a set. I'll probably turn up at like half 12, okay. and then that's me until three in the morning. Then I'll come back sleep. Yeah. Tomorrow, I've got a couple of meetings in town, but yeah. That's, that's kind of like the reason why I really enjoy my kind of work to social life slash personal lifestyle. Because I, I am self-employed, I get to dictate to a certain degree, when and where I do my work. Mm. Yeah. And I think for me as a person, I work better like that. Mm. See, when I was working in the office and I had to go into the same building every day, surrounded by the same people, listen to the same chat, the same four walls, the same computer screen, the same desktop. I'd, I, used to get, I used to get really annoyed and, and bored. I would just be like, this is not for me. I can't, I'm not productive in that environment. Yeah. See, when I'm left in the wilderness and forced to forage you know, mm. metaphorically speaking, by way of employment. Yeah. That's when I produce my most creative content. Um, I'm my most productive and I enjoy it more. I don't know. It's maybe like the thrill of, <laughs> of being broke again. <laughs> I, can't, I can't go broke no more. I don't have sick pay. Yeah. I don't get flipping um, my pension. I need to do myself. Yeah. I need to manage my own finances. 
like I pay my own taxes and all the rest of it. So it's just like, it forced me to do more. But once you've managed those things that you have to do, yeah. everything else is optional. Mm. Whereas if you work for another company, you literally, in that eight hour day, you don't have free time. Like whatever when they when you say oh I'll finish this project bam another two projects are on your desk mm-hmm. do you know what I mean you don't get no respite in between it that's what I found when I was working in the office yeah. so that's the kind of that's just me but yeah. I know you work in a bloody plant like a yeah. bloody well industrial this, this plant. is the conundrum like this is the the kind of the pain point uh, I go to work for someone else during the day uh-huh. I clock off I go home and work for myself uh, so. Uh-huh. It's it's difficult because while I'm at my day job, I'm thinking about stuff I need to do for my own business. Then, as soon as I get home, I get on with that stuff. But there's no real chill time. Like mm. there's maybe a little kind of as I'm eating, I watch something on Netflix, <coughs> Amazon, or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and that's it. So it's like from work to work. Uh, I was actually having this conversation with my girl the other day, and I was just like, Do you know what? I don't really have. A hobby anymore like mm. i don't there's there's work which i kind of refer to as it's enjoyable so i'm like yeah that takes the place of my hobby but the grass. something that is not like associated with whether it be you know getting paid for it or just just because i want to do this as a pastime yeah, yeah there's yeah, none yeah, yeah, yeah. and mm. i'm just like i think i dropped my last real pastime in terms of like that was maybe playing sports which was uh-huh. seven years ago. I dropped that. Shit. What were you doing? Just play basketball. Was I don't it? play ball no more. Yeah, I know that. When was the last time you see me no, play basketball? To be fair, rugby. I, I don't play rugby no more. I knew I knew you was a rugby don, and yeah. I knew you enjoyed basketball. I didn't know you actually played like regularly. Like. Yeah, I I played regularly. I was just shy. Where did you play? All oh, right, that's why. Yeah, I I just open right, runs my, like my, my tempted, my tempted, fully quiet. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I played. I played. I was I was out there mixing it up with with. Like regularly playing basketball, but yeah, I was yeah. shit. So oh, you didn't hear my name up but, in lights. But, like, but Sims so- just touched the court. <laughs> oh, <laughs> exactly. about to hit a triple double. <laughs> nah, it, it was one of them ones like, but hey, so we're picking fives. Uh, I'll take this guy with a square afro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> guy with a high sort of fade over there. But nah, so I think I think like, so that's what I'm saying. For me, mm. I still play basketball. Yeah. I even paid to play. Like mm. I'm, I'm part of a team now. You know, you pay your subs every month or whatever. But that's my pastime. Yeah. That's my, like, place to go. Switch off from everything else for a couple of hours. Yeah. Get a really good workout because obviously basketball is like constant sprinting and, and agility and stuff. I get to bond with guys that are basically all there for the same reason I'm there. Mm. So it's that, that, that um, uh, like-mindedness. Yeah. And the, the team that I'm in, we're all kind of, we're, we're basically underdogs. Okay. Like we're all good. We've got our talents individually. We all bring something different to the table. But this is the first team. This is the first time this team has been in any league. So we have to start at the bottom, innit? Okay. So it's kind of like we've got that kind of motivation to like really gel and bond well and learn each other's style of play. And there's that kind of like we've got a goal to achieve. Yeah, we're not at the top where we're just doing it because we're, we can. It's like one of those American movies where it's like a common purpose. Yeah. You know, <laughs> this group of guys. The rejects. Everything was against them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, remember, that book, story. remember that film, uh, that program that was on TV back in the day, Renford Rejects? Oh, oh yeah. just about the yeah. football, the football team that was made. <laughs> they, put, they filmed it out of Wilsden, actually. Is it? Yeah, that's where they, the, the, you remember the cafe that they used to go to? 
That was near my grandma's house in like Wilson, oh, Kensal Green area. But anyway, um, so yeah, I do I do that as a hobby. Um, and it's always been a hobby of mine. Like I've played basketball from since I was eight years old. Mm. And then obviously the DJing thing, when I was at uni, that was like, oh shit, this is fun. I get beer brownie points with my with my student crowd, like whilst I'm at uni, mm. but also now I'm getting paid. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, fast forward a few years, that's my job. That was one of my primary jobs, primary source of income. Mm. So now I find myself in a position where I enjoy my job more than, I get more job satisfaction than most people would. Yeah. Not everyone, but most. Mm. See, if you remember, I was in <clears throat> the same scene as you, man, but I was working as a bartender. A bartender. Oh yeah, that's a different. That's a different. Yeah, that's a different. Away. Yeah, and I understand now, why they can hate us. Yeah, now and now you know why I don't fucking, I don't fucking like go nightclubs or nothing, man. I've said this before. <laughs> yeah, I worked through like all my way through uni from year one to year three. I was working five nights a week in in um as a bartender in in the bar. All the freshers for all my friends and oh, that. that just and you know what it's like basically like effort blood. But the amount of times you just get these like and bearing in mind when I started uni, I was a I was an older student, I was like twenty two. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah, older sure. than everyone else, like nearly four or five years older than everyone else. Even as a fresher. Yeah, even as a fresher, right? You just get these these people that just come out the house for the first time, just going mad, like yeah. vomiting after getting five vodka and cokes from the house rep, bro. And I was just like Sober, they they try and like they try and budge you by giving you fucking Jaeger bombs every hour. It's just like you just making me drink this shit alcohol. And the DJ, man, that guy played the same mix every day. The oh same. yeah, you start to pick up on it. Yeah, it? the <laughs> same oh, mix. Right? Like and and around this time it was like. That's and then that, where everything started like EDM, so it was all that neo uh, pit. Oh, the flipping 2009 era, yeah. 2009 2010 oh, era. Yeah. Uh, that, I, remember, I always say that <laughs> there was a period between 2009 2011 where music was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It was all the same. Music yeah. was terrible. Uh, did you start out? You would, like so when you first started as a bartender? Then I was. Did you start out it was as so a bountiful? Hey, yeah, everybody. Bum. Oh, I was, like, always... hey. yeah. <laughs> but I was like hyping people up by by like by the end of year one. Girls like, can I have a free shot? I'm like, what makes you think you're so special? Do you know how many people ask me this uh, fucking shit? Get out my face! I was like, I'm fully that broken. Was sour, quick, hospitality ruined you. We're just in the background, do 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 do. Like, oh man. That's it's still till now, bro. Even like now, like stepping into nightclubs, it gives me it gives me like PTSD, bro. I'm yeah. like, ah, so I get tired, bro. That's why I'm a bar guy now. I can sit down and drink. I get it. That's why I don't ever invite you to the events. Like if you ever pipe up to me and say you want to go somewhere, yeah, I'll be like, all right, cool. I'll make it happen, isn't it? Like if you say, oh, you know, Saturday I've got a night off or whatever. Or a couple of me and my couple of work friends or whatever want to come to. 4042. I'd be like, yeah, let me know. Like, look, don't even worry about the general like area. Just come chill in the booth with me. You got your own space. No one's gonna bother you. You can do your thing. You can still talk to each other over the music. But like, other than that, yeah, I know you. Like, I was, I would never invite you to a nightclub. I'd just say, yo, do you want to go to the Cali sample rooms or something? I need to ba- I need to balance that out more though, because last time we did that, it didn't end well for me, man. No, you don't need to. <laughs> I probably should. You don't bro. need to balance that. At this time, at this age, we don't need to balance that. Just <laughs> do what you want to do. And whatever happens, come what may. Like, no, but that, like, just that, tipping, that, that tipping point came a lot quicker than I remember it coming, though. <laughs> I, was like, 
I just remember just sitting there. Because what were we drinking that day? It was. To it was be like, fair, I can't lie to you lot. I, I messed you lot up because it was the it was the fucking we had shots. Yeah. We had tequila shots, Cafe Patrons. <laughs> we had rum, which was like rum was low key. Rum was calm. Like that's not like, the issue. Calm but then the there was that yeah the hypnotic. And and was it you had to tell me what was in it? All these years I've been drinking hypno. I didn't know it was a it was a co- it's a here. cocktail yeah. drink. Yeah, same here. I did I not did, know I that. Didn't know what I was never in even it. thought to myself, let me just check what's in this shit. I just <laughs> drink it because it was blue. I know all the rappers told me to drink it, so I drank it. <laughs> Fabulous is to blame for my ignorance where hypnotic is concerned. I remember when that was popping in fucking Alizé, man. Oh, yeah. Alizé. 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 The red passion. Yeah. But you passion. Know if you think about it, Alizé is really like a, a flipping, in terms of the ranking of this drink, right? It's nothing flipping special. Like, it's there with Lambrinis and shit, right? It's fruit but cognac. It just got this, like, 20%. Alizé, like, it's yeah, got I this name. So, so the problem right? with Alizé and all, all of these types of drinks is that because they're so sugary, you drink them like you would drink yeah. any other drink. Yeah. Like, you would drink them like you drink like soft drinks. nice juice, yeah. But these times, it's cognac. Yeah. It'll clap you sideways. As soon as yeah, that friend... If you're sitting down and you had a few, when you stand up, finish. Lift. If you're inside and, you, and you've had a few, when you go outside, finish. Yeah. Any change of circumstance, whilst <laughs> you're intoxicated with that drink, you're finished. I yeah. just remember walking down the stairs, man, and I like... I got to the front door and it was raining. I just went, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Because you were like, yeah, I can't wait on this. I don't want to wait in the taxi. I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to wait because I knew it was raining. I said this to you, but you obviously didn't hear me. And I was just like, yeah, he's just going to wait downstairs. I know what he's like. He's not going to walk home in the rain. This type of rain. Mm-hmm. I got downstairs. My, my taxi arrived. I got downstairs and it was pissing with rain wow, my man's just chilling it was raining like it's a new edition video bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, yeah. I just crumpled I was like oh, I man just... look like one rich AJ <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh, yeah so, so that's what but to be fair you weren't outside long before my taxi actually yeah, arrived yeah. you were outside for all of like five minutes so I got the stairs and then the taxi dropped me off here and he was like I was like I'll get it to just drop me off closer to your crib and he was like nah nah I'll walk I need to walk it off this brother was stumped. So we dropped out here. We dropped out yeah. my side outside the crib. He walks up the road. I had to sit on the edge of my on my step. Yeah. Like some stool pigeon. <laughs> I watch him go up the street. Just in case. Because my man was like luckily this was like probably four o'clock in the morning at that point. Uh-huh. Not many, not much traffic, maybe one or two cars. But I text I text his missus, be like, yo, he's gonna come in the house soon. Don't be startled, obviously he's it's him. Uh-huh. There's not some random person pulling up in your yard yeah. and he's really drunk. Yeah. So she phones me, it's like, no, because I phoned her, mm. but she didn't pick up. So I texted her and she phoned me and she was like, oh, uh, is everything okay? Because she didn't read the message. And as she's on the phone, <laughs> he turns out, <laughs> he goes <laughs> <from> the door. Because <laughs> I, I know him and I know their relationship. If I didn't, yeah. I think it was domestic abuse over the phone. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's coming in and just winding her up. Yeah. But the way, she, the, way, the way she is over the phone, she's like, ah, leave me, don't touch me. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? But because I know them too, I'm like, oh, he's, he's being an idiot. She's yeah. just putting sauce on it because it's me on the phone. It was oh, so I, funny, bro. But I was I, just like, yeah, all right, he's home. That's fine. That's all I need to worry about. Apparently, I just came in. I came in and I just went, fuck. Went to the computer, started undressing for some reason. <laughs> I turned on the computer, started undressing. Holy <laughs> fans! <laughs> Good evening! <laughs> Some different type of content, pay attention. Then I just brushed my teeth and then passed out and that was it. That's what she said. She said you came in, swore, turned the computer on, 
I don't want to sleep. <laughs> Swore at the toaster. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And she told me this in the morning. I was like, what the fuck did this guy do? Like, she phoned me. She was texting me. She's like, what did they do last night? I said, oh, well, obviously, I didn't tell her like about the chips incident. Uh, oh, I, I, I don't think it was yeah, there. you told me the story. So when you flung a chip at someone <laughs> like an ex colleague or something, and you didn't even realize. Yeah. <laughs> was that the group of guys who were like, <laughs> yeah. were like, there's no way they're gonna know me? And then one of them was like, Nathan. Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> the one night out he's been on in like four years <laughs> with the one group of people. Oh, <laughs> that dude. was funny. That was flipping hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, so, he, so I, she was like, oh, what, did he, what, what happened? I was like, no, nah, there was no issue or anything. It, wasn't, it was just him, but he's not been out drinking and in that environment in so long that it's obviously overwhelming at some point. And to be fair, I'm used to it more so than you would be, but you see that period between three and you go into bed. Yeah. If that is prolonged any longer than it should be, Nah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a myth. Rap, man. You get burnt out very quick. That lot, so like between three and four, if you're not doing anything, you get burnt out a lot quicker than you would be say, between 12 and 3 a.m. Do you know what I mean? That last hour just pushes you over the edge, man. Damn! We, we've all seen uh, The Closer. The Closer. I keep calling it The Closer. It's obviously The Closer. <laughs> I like that, The Closer, bro. Yeah. It's like a horror film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it does. Do you know, there probably is a horror film called Definitely. The Closer. 100% no there is. But no yeah, doubt. The Closer, Dave Chappelle. Um, you what was it? When did we when did we go to Lane Seven again? It was when was it? Saturday. Actually, is a horror film called Closer. Yeah, not the but Closer. Saturday. So Saturday. we went and you were adamant it was getting taken down. Yeah, I was I was willing to put money on it that uh, it this gonna is gonna be enough. within seven days. This is gonna be off Netflix, and I would have lost however much. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like my thing was is I, I think it was the. Thursday, I was scrolling through the gram. It was like one o'clock in the morning and I was about to retire. I was about to go to bed, right? And I seen this post being like, trans community have called for Netflix to take down Dave Chappelle, da 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 trying to cancel him, basically. I was like, do you know what? I don't think this is going to happen. However, <clears throat> in, a cool, in a cruel twist of events, in the case that it does and I haven't watched it, I'm going to be furious. Mm. For two reasons. One, because I already knew I wanted to watch this because Dave Chappelle, the GOAT. Like, let's yeah, be of honest. course. You always want to watch a Dave Chappelle um, special. So if it gets taken down before I've seen it, I'm going to be vexed because now I'm going to be scouring the internet for it on some rubbish version to pop up and not get the full effect. Mm-hmm. So I was like, right. That was one reason. But then on top of that, I was like, what does this nigga say that is so, <laughs> so... That these people are trying to get him cancelled... <laughs> I said, I need to see this immediately. Magnificent. Yeah, yeah, real talk. Like, he must have said some (laughs) some shit to get them dipped because he'd been saying shit for a long time. Mm. And there's been pockets of individuals packed up and saying, ah, Dave, we don't appreciate this. But the whole community, it seemed like online, the whole community, the trans community were like, take this nigga off. So I was like, I need to see this. I need to see this from my own context of this situation. So I watched it in true fashion. They've taken everything way out of context to basically feed a victim narrative. That's what it came across. Yeah. That's what it came across. I'm not saying that is, and I'm not saying that everyone did that in the, as a part of that demographic, but it seemed like there were some heads of, heads of communities, heads of that community that basically heard trigger words and voided all context mm-hmm. and basically just labeled him a, trans, a transphobe. 
And I was just like, well, no. Because if you even listen to it objectively... Yeah. I mean, he lives no, 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 in the special. Not, not, even, not, even, um, not even objective. If you listen to it in its full form, instead of nitpicking at certain sentences, then yeah. Mm. You will get that he's not actually a transfer. What he's actually doing is explaining his stance and his perspective of how the trans community treat him, mm. not to the other way around. That was what I got from it. And that's exactly what, when you break it down, that's exactly what, you don't even need to break it down that far. Just listen to it as, as in, as in its entirety. And I think the problem is, a lot of people take material or content online and think you can listen to that paragraph or that sentence or that phrase and structure an entire narrative around it. No, Dave Chappelle is not one of those people. Mm. Like, there's been, there's been performers, artists, writers in our timeline that you cannot take segments of what they say and form the entire, um, entire story around it. Dave Chappelle being one of them. Um, I, I, I guess, from a novel point of view, I guess Stephen King would be one. You can't take one part of the story of a Stephen King book and think that you're going to understand the whole of it. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, we have these people that, skill, that, that form their craft in a more holistic manner, as opposed to just a hundred punchlines that you could just take separately. It's a series you have to watch, yeah. not individual episodes and whatever. So that's what I got from it. And it was just like, here we go again. But yeah, it, it was a mad one. It was, it, was, it was a mad one to watch that unfold. But that was me at two in the morning, one and 30 in the morning thinking, should I watch this? Should I stay up an extra hour and 12 minutes to watch this? Or should I just... And I said, nah. Because if this does get taken down, I'm going to be pissed. So I didn't know about... Well, I knew about the... I knew about the furor about it, about, you know... Um, and I'd seen some of the the clips out of context in terms of snipped on... The baby, the, the bit where he talks about the baby... Well, yeah, it's stuff. like, you know, it was, it was all clipped in, you know, in context. And yeah. here's, here's, a, here's a thing that I always, like, probably say this too much, man. I find myself saying this a couple of times a week because we normally talk about issues of this nature and things out of context. Yeah. But I think social media, especially things like Twitter, are a really bad place to talk about complex issues. Mm -hmm. And then... Also, I think a lot of, I'm not going to go mainstream media, I ain't no Trump supporter out here, but it's, there's a lot of this kind of like taking snippets to sensationalize a story. And I'd, so I'd seen the, the clips out of context. And to me, yeah, if you listen to them out of context, like the bits that snipped, it sounds out of pocket because mm. you don't have the full context of this. But, you know, I came over to yours, uh, was it Sunday? Sunday it was, yeah. Yeah, and I watched it with an with a open mind and... And I can't speak for the trans community or the gay community. I can't speak for the black community, but I watched it, and obviously I'm not I'm not offended. But to me, none of those jokes were directed at me. I can empathize with people with people that feel that way, you know, like because at the end of the day, it's like we were saying earlier. No matter what you say, you're gonna piss some people off, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And you know, some of those comments might have been a bit too Icarus for some people, flying too close to the sun, you know, and mm -hmm. it's like. As you say, when he was labeling himself a transphobe, if you're being satirical, the problem with satire, good or bad, is that both sides can use it to their own effect, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, I, I, take on, I take on board, like, what, what people are saying. It's not really my place to judge and say, you know, your opinion's wrong because it's art and it's subjective. And, you know, when you're dealing with subjective, with subjective matter like art, you're going to have different opinions. Um, 
I think some of I think some of what he said fell a tiny bit flat for me, but not in a way like um like he's a transfer. I think he's got his opinions and he's he's gonna put them a certain way and it's gonna rub people a certain way. But I enjoyed it, you know. But I can divorce myself from that because I'm not really the target of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know? true. That's very true. It's, it's kind of a thing like there was this massive um Twitter Twitter again Twitter like it was seventeen or eighteen tweets long from like a black um. A black trans lady activist or something like that, where she was going into detail about her problems. And it's like the thing is like the the otherization of being trans and being from being black, you know, because his his whole thing is, oh, um, you know, my problems never been with the trans community; it's the white community. And mm. the offense that she's taking is that that you're othering being trans from being black. And obviously, I can understand it from that point of view. Mm. It's not affecting me, so. I can lend an ear and, you know, a sympathetic, not sympathetic, empathetic, you know, like listen to someone like that, but it doesn't affect me. So it's kind of one of those things, but I'm not for cancelling shit. Mm. Like the same way you have um, like comedians like Roy Chubby Brown. So Mm. if you don't know Roy Chubby Brown is, he's like this old style, like pretty racist comedian, man. He's like pretty much like Al Murray. If you, if you took him to the most logical thing of, um, wanting to get rid of all the wogs, niggas and all the other mm. racial epithets you can use. And I'm like, let those people have their comedy, innit? Like, I don't want that. I don't want to hear that comedy. So I'm not going to go to his shows. Basically. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I think, I think like, as I said on Sunday, I was like, I think it was good. I still think it's a solid 8 out of 10. It was my least favorite one. Mm. Even though I realized after saying that, I can't remember the other ones because I got the brain of a sieve. So, yeah, but those two that you thought were separate, but are actually the same episode. Yeah, but that, that one, the 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 Bill Cosby and the OJ thing. But that yeah. one, that one is like that's like an iconic one. That's like yeah, that's like out of the four, that one's like the best. Yeah, no, definitely. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't tell the line. He actually comes out with a lot of bravado. Yeah, in that one, and he's just like hitting yeah. them with like just telling you this is funny and mm. this is why, and then you're just like. Yeah, that's funny. And you can't deny it. <laughs> you see yeah. what's what's a shame about, like, especially now, a lot of comedy specials that come out or a lot of events that happen even in real life, like, it seems you will get, you're going to get what you seek out of, you know, whether it's a, a show, an event, whatever. So if your mindset when you're about to experience this show is one way you're looking out for offense, you're looking out for... Mm-hmm wrongdoing you look it's a comedy show if someone's coming at it with the mindset of i'm just looking for funnies mm-hmm. you're gonna find funnies but if you're looking for offense and it's a tripwire of offense if it's a very delicate like oh 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 you're just waiting for it and then when you find it it's like <laughs> it feels like the mindset has shifted so a lot of people aren't looking out for how many people found that shit funny it's a comedy show how many people found it funny? Do you know what that reminds me of? It's now more of a, but how many people did it offend? Yeah. Forget how many people found it funny. How yeah. many no, people no, did it offend? That's what we care about. It's when girls go through your phone looking for shit. <laughs> you go find you it. Go find. Yeah. You go find it. Yeah. <laughs> a text from Domino's all of a sudden looks like the worst thing ever yeah. because that's what you're looking for. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What does she mean too for Tuesday? Who's this yeah. like offering threesomes? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, babe, if you're looking for it, you go find pizza. it. Yeah, up here. No, yeah, it's, it's nuanced, man. It's like you can't you can't go to a comedy show. Like, if, well, see, the problem is we're looking at this rationally, and 
<laughs> yeah. We're looking think, at I think, I think that's something we need to set in stone. It's like, yeah, if you're like, looking at this rationally, you won't get offended. Mm. You will understand, you will think about it, and you will, lo- you, you know, you will rationalise it, and logic will be very very clear to you. But, uh, but for a lot of people, enough, you know, for a lot of people, like you say, if someone's looking for offence, they're going to they're gonna find it. But the people, the people I empathise with are the people that fall into that category of getting offended, but weren't looking for it. Those are the people I empathise with because it's like, you know, for example, it's, it's like when people say you shouldn't make rape jokes and, you know, they, they got, like, you have a lot of comedians that joke about rape. Like, you might go and see your favourite comedian. You might have been sexually assaulted. And I don't think you're looking to go there to wait for him to do the rape joke and be like, you piece of shit. Yeah. I knew, I knew you were going to do it. But, like, some people can't help but, but get triggered. But then I'm kind of on the mindset where I'm like, sometimes you're going to be offended and it's you that has to deal with it. You know, it's like... But that's life. Yeah. In but, life. <laughs> in life. Like if you go out, you can step out of your house with all the fucking naivety, green behind the ears, or whatever the saying is, and go out with all the optimism, and then <laughs> boom, you get slapped with some realizations about some things that you never knew, and now all of a sudden, you're, you're, you're in a hole. The, 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 glass has got, the glass is now half yeah. empty. you got to deal with that. And you and the world ain't gonna stop because you have a problem with something. No, definitely. The world's gonna keep moving. So your most productive move is to understand it, learn what you can accept, or learn your tolerance levels with that particular scenario. Move on, and if need be, avoid it. You can't stop shit because you don't like it. Yeah. You have to just learn to avoid it. That is the bottom line. Now, different different scenario if Dave Chappelle represented a political party. Yeah. Different story. If he was, if he was saying the same things with no jest, with no satire, with not an ounce of comedy in it, and he meant everything he was saying, and and he, you knew that he had that he was in a position to action these things, and potentially marginalize and um, separate your community or a community that you associate with, then yeah, call them into question, hold yeah. them accountable, cancel them <clears throat> if you need be. It's but like, a person, this, this is an expression of an opinion, effectively. Or not even sometimes an opinion. Sometimes some comedians, it's an expression of a perspective. Mm. Sometimes they don't even share this perspective. It's just something that they see, mm-hmm. they hypothesize, and they think, oh, that's actually funny, funnier than my own personal experience. So I'm going to tell that story. I'm going to give that perspective, put a bit of a comedy zing on it, a twist, a punchline or whatever. That's going to get the crowd going. That's going to get the, cr- the, 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 the crowd roaring. That's all they want is laughs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But then there was someone in the crowd being like, that's not appropriate. It's like, it wouldn't be appropriate if I was the head of state. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm a comedian performing in a room of 200 people with a brick wall behind me and one microphone. Who doing. do you think is going to what? What damage do you think I'm going to do to wider society? I'm afraid. If anything, do you know what it is as well? I think a lot of these people that call for people like Dave Chappelle to be cancelled, they're too busy focusing on fringe issues. Mm. They are not your enemy. These men that share these perspectives, even if they're not satirical, even if they genuinely believe them, they are a symptom of a much bigger problem. Mm. Cutting them off. You, it's like when you cut off the head of a, what is it, the serpent, and three yeah. grow more growing its place. That's exactly what's going to happen. <clears throat> cut them off at the source. What kind of mythical beast is this? Way? You don't see this? What? The Hydra. Hydra, yeah. Uh, what are you talking about? So basically, you see, like. It's Greek mythology. No, you're so talking the, about, the Hydra, yeah. is, Hydra was a, a one headed monster initially. Where? Yeah. 
in, in Greek, Greek mythology. mythology. Like Hercules. Okay. Hercules in them. Let's clarify. We're he talking Greek off. mythology right yes, now. Yes, what I said. No, no, these are names. You guys just stepped into it like you're talking history. No, no. No, Jeremy. No, so the the like, metaphor is. Wait, you never heard like, of the Hydra from Portugal, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no. So the metaphor I was using uh, was if you get if you cancel one thing because uh-huh. you don't like it, okay. three more are gonna come in its place. Okay. The, the 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 way to deal with these fringe issues is mm. to tackle the source. Right. Cutting the head off this monster isn't going to help you. Mm. It's just three more is going to grow in this place. Yeah. And now what you're doing is inadvertently multiplying the very thing you're trying to get rid of. I suppose that was, that was a good metaphor I was going with. Okay. I suppose for some people they kind of look at man. No, it's just, <laughs> this, is, this is the way you guys <laughs> automatically <laughs> stepped into Greek mythology. Like, nah, like there's nothing. No, do you know what it's like when someone starts re- reading numbers in Roman numerals without no, so, explaining you know why. Because I, like, I know what Nathan knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. I was speaking to him like I would just normally speak to him. So I know he knows what Hydra is. Obviously, apologies, I'm not taking this out. Like, maybe you've like kind of, what the fuck? How did we get here? Like, yeah, without a disclaimer, a perfect example is Greek mythology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's true, you know what I mean? That's true. You need to understand when, when, when me and Aleem are talking, bro, it's just non sequiturs and sudden jumps into topic all the time, bro. But because yeah. there's an unspoken. Well, keep up, bro. Like, I've known him for like 20, <laughs> 20 years. Link yeah. I know he knows what I'm talking about. Because yeah. he might have had a previous conversation mm. to, in depth about something. So uh, I can say, it's like Hydra, da, 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 I start reading it off. Yeah. You know exactly the context of what I'm getting at. But mm. to anyone listening, it's like, the, like you. What yeah. These niggas have got left with it. I was just like, how did <laughs> I, you turn the whole conversation? The link. <laughs> no, I was, was going to say like the, um, the, the not, not the counterpoint, but you know, I'm not doing devil's advocate. I know I, do, I normally do that shit, but you know, like some people look at it as because he's got such a powerful platform, mm. you know, as a, again, it, it, it comes down to what he represents. So if he, if he kind of like, so, for example, some of his stuff around what J.K. Rowling said, man, he kind of, like, paraphrased it in a mm. way that I, I think gave her way more credence than I think she deserved, personally. Yep. But, I, again, I'm not a woman. And, uh, you know, I, I can't speak. I can't speak for, for women on the issue against or before, whether you believe it or not. But having read what she actually said and, like, having kept up with that shit, I'm like, he definitely... He definitely um, made it a lot more fluffy than it actually was, man. I'm um, sorry to cut you, but you see the the J.K. Rowling incident. Yeah. She wasn't satirical. It wasn't in a story. It wasn't, she wasn't being creative with it. She was telling it how she thinks. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, okay, that's somebody you want to keep your eye on. Yeah. Because of the context in which she is saying what she's saying. And If you're on stage or it's coming through your art, you can give it a pinch of salt. Yeah. You know mm. what I mean? But yeah, carry on. That way, it's kind of like, you know, you know, this whole thing of like, again, I'm not for, I'm not for the idea of cancelling people. In fact, I'm about the inverse. One of my favourite, one of my favourite examples of this is, I loved when Akala, you know, basically dismantled Tommy Robinson on question time in mm-hmm. front of the whole fucking nation. Yep. I think, you know, like, it's, it's a pretty uh, idealistic view, but I'm like, if we don't agree with people's shit, we should bring them into the limelight and beat them to death. Like, we shouldn't try and stymie them and push them out. But, like, you know, there's there's a lot of valid reasons for doing that. I don't personally believe in that. I think if people have these ignorant ideas or ideas you believe are ignorant, you should be able to, you know, publicly confront these ideas and discuss mm-hmm. and, you know, like, see if you can, 
if you know can dismantle these ideas and if you don't well well you're I agree with you because you see when you start canceling people, you don't actually get rid of the problem. Yeah. You just create a subculture of it. Yeah, now all of these people it. who have all been cancelled yeah. for the same reason are like, oh, you've been cancelled? Oh, we're having a secret meeting here at this coffee shop. At, do you know what I mean? Now they're... Right. That's how the Nazi party started, for fuck's sake. Are we forgetting? <laughs> oh, maybe not forgetting, but do we not know this? Well, and it, also... Incels. Look at look at incels, man. As you know, you know me. I've I thought you said incels for a second. Incels, so right fucking cancelled. Cancelled his collab. Barefoot oh, shoes for life. <laughs> Cancel these orthotics. They don't work. Your fucking podiatrist is lying to you. Um, I was like, I particularly hate when they try upsell them joints when you're buying trainers, and it's just like, big man. Bro, the custom ones cost like two hundred. Extorting my disability over here. No, I was saying, um, I was saying, insoles, no, like insoles, man. Like back in the day, like I remember, I remember when, like this is, I'm talking about, like early days of Reddit, man. This is like what, close to a decade, maybe over a decade. Fuck, I'm old, but it's like I remember when that was a small grassroots group, and like, um, you know, obviously you at uni, you got dweeby friends, and I knew a guy who who used to post on the incel subreddit. Mm. Like, and he was talking about, yeah, we're just a bunch of, like, because I, I did computer programming, man, so most of us weren't getting dates. You know what I mean? Like, let's, let's be real out here. All the programmers... You're the only one that's married in the room. Yeah. Don't... Exactly. <laughs> when I say you found one, you better hold on to it. <laughs> By force! You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but yeah, you used to post on that shit, and like, I remember you were showing me the post, and like, this, was, this was a guy on my course, and I'm thinking, this is some weirdo shit. And it's like... Then I remember it started getting tractions after all the shootings and shit, and they were like kind of laughed. They were laughed at for ages, you know. Mm. And they were they were left to fester. Like Reddit used like people think Reddit was rowdy now, man. Reddit back in the day was fucking. It was greasy. Yeah, it was like like people just went on there and just the greasy. Yeah, it's just Mm. like bare like like it's like there used to be shit like like fucking subreddits where you could like post post pictures of girls that looked. That like maybe old enough like to be legal, but they didn't look it. And that was a oh, popular right. yeah, subreddit. Yeah, it was yeah, called yeah. like jailbaits and all these weird oh. subcultures that got pushed off, right? When when Reddit banned them and all that, where did they go? They all went to 4chan. Yeah. Mm. When 4chan clamped down down on, where did they go? 8chan. They basically just change. They just yeah. go to different mm. venues. They just they, you create a subculture. Whereas what you're saying before, when you confront it publicly. Now we can both ha- we can discuss both sides of this topic, or yeah. however many sides of the topic there are in public for everyone to witness. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And then what that does is it draws in account social accountability and be like, okay, well you're from this demographic of people. You rep right now. You are representing everybody that agrees with you. So whatever you're saying, you better make sure that it's ironclad and that you have logic and reason and empathy and whatever the situation might call for but you need to have all these elements in place because otherwise these people are not going to need to compartmentalize for their own narrative they're going to see you and hear what you're saying and hear your intention and your narrative behind why you believe the things you do and i think a lot of the time when we talk about having these conversations in the open you always hear this we need representation. We need to have these conversations more. People want to have the conversation about the solution and not the actual problem that's occurring. Yeah. We need to identify the problem on a global scale or in a, an environment that we can see every part of the problem mm. and then start stamping things off. People want solutions for, for problems they don't even know exist. Yeah. You see what yeah. I mean? No and then, it, yeah, yeah, we're having a conversation, but it's not productive because yeah. you don't even know what the issue is. You know what the overall arc is. You know what the result and how you feel about the problem. 
but you don't know what the problem is. For instance, I'll give you a perfect example. I'm suffering from sciatic pain, right? Sciatic nerve damage right now. Mm. When I first started getting it, I didn't know where it was coming from. Someone suggested that it might be a disc thing. So I went to an osteop- osteopath. Mm. Now, if I didn't go to an osteopath to try and diagnose the actual problem, I would think I had a herniated disc. Turns out I don't have a herniated disc. Mm. I have an issue with muscles in, in, my, lower, in my lower back and my, and my hamstrings and stuff. Oh, man, but... Basically, yeah. But had I not identified the problem, yeah. I'd be finding solutions for a problem that I don't have. Yeah. Yes, I'm having a conversation and yes, I'm being productive towards something, but it means nothing to me because it's not applicable to my condition. Yeah. And that is the problem. People like to discuss a solution for something they don't know. They, they, don't even, they haven't correctly diagnosed the problem. Yeah. And that is where I think a lot of these cancel cultures, um, the cancel culture is failing massively. I think it fails in its essence of trying to cancel things because like you said, it just creates subgroups. You don't dismantle these people. You just move them into a, a deeper, darker corner yeah. only to congregate and then rise again in yeah. years to come. I mean, yeah. Like, you... KK, like the KKK. They didn't dismantle the KKK. They just shoved them further down and then they've just... they the still police. It, 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 there you go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Brother, talk on... Do you know what? Let me not... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Damn! Cancel culture for me is like... And I understand, I understand the essence of what you're trying to do. You want, you want to, you basically want to punish, you know, these people for, for, you know, things that they may have done against society. But it's like, when you cancel rich people, <laughs> like they're back in, they, they go, they disappear for a while and they come back. When you cancel people that are kind of like on the lower rungs of society or the lower classes, uh-huh. like depending on what you cancel them for, you push them further into extremism. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's like, like I don't, I, I don't know what you do. Like I, I can't solve society's problems by myself. But I'm like, the way I see it, that shit don't really work. And like, there's got, there's got to be a better, a better way to do. But I understand the anguish of the people wanting to cancel. But it's like, there's got to be, there's got to be better, better ways of kind of like channeling this because it doesn't do anything. Nope. It's just like at its worst, it's, it's problematic and at its best it's probably like performative because mm-hmm. you know like for example do you know do you know do you know what cancel culture just sounds like imagine you did something wrong as a child mm-hmm. your parents beat you but didn't tell you what you did wrong yeah now you have no idea why you're getting beaten but all you know is that you're feeling rough of an action that you've done or something that you said but you don't know what you've done or what you've said or you can't identify what you've done and no one's correcting you, so you can't not do it again. And then you just grow up, continue doing the same thing, continue getting beaten, and you, you have to now think to yourself, what is it I'm doing? Mm. Basically, cancel culture just sounds very, um, what's the word, vengeful. It just sounds like vengeance. Yeah. And I've said that before. I said, when people go after other people, when people call out other people in the name of vengeance, as yeah. opposed to resolution, you are no better than the person that you're trying to avenge. You are just trying to fight fire with fire. You're trying to get back at them because they've hurt you. You're yeah. smiting them. You're being spiteful. Mm. If you were looking for a resolution, you would sit them down or you would have some way of describing to them and trying to get them to understand that what they've done is potentially damaging. Thus opening up the platform to give them an, uh, an opportunity to explain what actually, this is my perspective. Have you thought about it from this, from this alternative perspective? Maybe we both want the same things, but we're going at it from a different angle. Malcolm X and Martin Luther. Mm. That's basically what this is. Yeah. 
So but, on yeah. one like that statement at the beginning, I kind of disagree with a bit because not in a lot of cases people know exactly why. Like they're giving they're given a reason why they're being cancelled. So in a lot of cases, it's not that they don't know uh, they're getting beaten, but they're not being told why they're being beaten. In a lot of cases, they know, but it's just become cool to be the person who calls someone out. You yeah, know, that's stupid. true stuff. And yeah, that's that my is. question. Yeah. Why? Why has it become cool to be the one in the room at a comedy show who says, you shouldn't have said that? Listen, you know what I mean? With a monocle, the, yeah. a monocle out your pocket. Yeah. I caught it before Truth, all of you. Truth for the you matter. shouldn't have said that. Truth for the matter. We won't stand for it. It's, it's, when did it's, that become it's, cool? It's part clout chasing, but it's never been, it's not a new thing. It's yeah. not just an internet thing. Right. Because so when, it's easier to drag somebody down than to exalt to yourself. build them up. Yeah. No, to... to, oh, to oh, right, so okay. like, there's people that feel so shit about the situation that they're in mm-hmm. that they'll look to drag other... You ever notice? It's, not, it's never anyone of any kind of like clout mm. or any kind of like success that is cancelling people. Good point. It's always these idiot people that are hanging on to celebrity or trying to get famous or trying to go viral or just trying to be well-known. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. petty. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Successful people don't bring people down. Yeah, they might do point. in the low key, but publicly they're not doing <laughs> nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's be honest, billionaires ain't billionaires because they were, um, what's it called? Um, Virtuous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's getting trampled on at some point for them to become billionaires. However... They're not publicizing this. They don't want to be known as a person that's taken out other people. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So my thing is, whenever you see somebody getting cancelled, it's always people that have got some kind of gripe. And that's the bit where I start, I start questioning their intention. Are you genuinely dismayed at what this person has said or what this person represents? Or are you just vexed and that's the closest thing you can get I, to? I, yeah, I think, I think it can be a mix of both. Like, as I said, man, like... Well, the baby... Well, his thing was wild. Yeah, like... He, his like thing he, was... He's out... What did he say again? What, what was his like, was it, His thing was like, wild! Was it something about gay niggas getting AIDS or something? But, but, all right, so to paraphrase... Yeah, you, you're going to have to... Gonna he have to was at a concert. He was yeah. doing a live show. Yeah. Um, it wasn't just him uh, at the show. It was like a, a, a bare different artist. Yeah, I think it was Rolling like. Loud. It was a festival. Was it Rolling Loud? I yeah, that Rolling sounds Loud, about right. Yeah. So he was at uh, Rolling Loud, to say. And in between one of his songs, he's doing a massive shout out. Yo, shout out to yourself if you know uh, if you woke up this morning, you ain't have AIDS. Oh. What? <laughs> and then and then and then and and if you just stopped there, you could have been like, oh, maybe he's giving awareness to AIDS and that you know, shout out to yourself if you're if you're, if, if, you're if being you're, charitable. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, no, this is what I'm saying. If he stopped there, yeah. there was an argument to be made in yeah. his favor that he was saying. Well done for doing what you need to do to stay safe yeah. and not spreading it if you do already have it. Mm. Cool. That's you could have <laughs> argued that. Yeah. It would have been a it would have been a somewhat of a reach, but someone yeah. could have, you know, public his publicist could have reached for that one. Yeah. No. Made it happen. Man went on to elaborate as to why you should shout yourself out. Because you ain't sucking dicks or taking dick in the ass. Wow. So basically going directly at the fucking gay community. Mm. Wow. Uh, he he clearly had just watched Raw or something, bro. Like, he, yeah. he just went nosediving off a cliff yeah. with no parachute. And at that point, you're just like, so, wow, is this what... Is, is, because when I saw it, I thought it was a dub. <laughs> when I saw the footage, I thought, there's no way, man. Like, so I'm looking... Because the thing is, he's walking around on stage yeah. and he's got the mic to his face. But 
a bit of engineering yeah. and yeah. a very deep close sound like yeah. you could yeah you could deep no, throw it you could like yeah. pun, pun not intended <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? is this working <laughs> but yeah what you, 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 could, you could you could I be like right that, that's fake that's yeah. fake as fuck right? like, whatever but nope <laughs> he said that shit and then the worst part is afterwards he stuck his heels in yeah then it got worse then he gave an apology we were like, ah, oh, brother, you should have just stuck your heels in and stayed there and gone quiet and faded into background. Exit stage left. People would have forgotten about it. You could have resurrected a few months later. People would have reminded you. Then you could have died down here. And just a series of that until eventually they cleared you of your case and you bust case and, you know, statute of, limit, statute of limitations or whatever. Yeah. But no, my man went teeter topper, back and forth, back and forth. And then the only thing that kind of saved him right now is the fact that his last statement was, I need to have a conversation with somebody from this community so that I can better learn and not make this mistake again. But by this point, because he said so many things and tweeted so many things in the heat of the moment, no one believes him. Yeah, They think it's like a publicity thing now. Now that he's like, now that he's been cancelled, cancelled, he's like desperate. He's had a team of people put that statement together to try and salvage some sort of like stardom or celebrity. And it's just like, mm, you should have just said less, bro. Say less. That's what I mean. It's kind of like this thing where it's like, if you're at the baby's level where you're kind of like, what, rising heat? You know? Yeah, he's rising. Because like, like, yeah, he's not, he's Chappelle, Chappelle can say like things that, that whether you agree with it or not can be out of pocket and he can, he can come off good. Well, he can oh, say come off good. He can shrug it off. Yeah, he can shrug I mean? it off. He can. It's water for ducks back more That time. guy lives in Ohio, bro. Like, his yard's already paid for. Like, <laughs> like, this is this is, uh, this is Scrooge McDuck money for him. You know I what I like. mean? But yeah, for, for like the baby and that, it's, it's like, this is where my hypocritical side, I always say this, man. Just shut the fuck up and don't fumble the bag. If the baby was like <laughs> Chappelle money, bro, and you want to start firing off all them out of pocket things, like, yeah, and you can't cancel me because I'm already set for life, bitches, and then drop the mic and then fucking walk out rolling out cool. But if you if if, if you got something to lose, man, just like, I feel like to Chappelle don't as well. Say them risky I feel like Chappelle's built enough of a personal relationship with a lot of important people in his uh environment that he don't ever need to be in front of a camera. You never yeah. need because the thing is that people forget canceling somebody doesn't really cancel them, it just yeah, takes them off the timeline. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. That is it. You can in when Harvey Weinstein was alive, you can cancel Harvey Weinstein, but that nigga is still Harvey Weinstein. Wait, is Harvey yeah. Weinstein he's dead? Still got, yeah, trust me. You think of Epstein? Dead? Epstein, sorry. Ah. Uh, yeah, Harvey Weinstein, right. If you were to that, cancel Weinstein. Uh, apparently Epstein cancelled himself if you uh, believe it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, yeah. Weinstein. If you cancel Epstein Weinstein, cancel he's still motherfucking <laughs> Weinstein. You get me? Like yeah. he's still the guy signing the checks. For all of Hollywood, but yeah. that's but all you need. All, all that's happened is he just ain't allowed to tweet no more. I mean, did Weinstein even go to prison? I don't fucking. Know. And this is the thing as well. I feel like Dave Chappelle is one of those brothers who he's built up enough of a personal relationship with a lot of people in the industry that if he never went anything pub did anything public again, he wouldn't care. He yeah. wouldn't care. He yeah. would care less than you care. Yeah. Oh yes, we've gotten Dave Chappelle off of Netflix. He would care less because he's already been paid for it. At this point, he's not making no more money off of the Netflix special. The Netflix yeah. special has already been paid for. So he's like, you can cancel it, but you're only... At this point, Netflix are the ones suffering. Well, yeah, this, last yeah. Year, and y'all love them. Yeah. So 
This isn't you a royalty. This, this isn't a royalties thing. This is a I've been paid for the product. Yeah. Netflix are the one that are trying to recoup off of the purchase. You're 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 basically putting them at risk. So cancel me if you may. What's crazy about this? I'm just reading up on the timeline of events following you know the actual incident at Rolling Loud. Yeah. Um, it was Rolling Loud, right? Yeah, it yeah. was Rolling Loud. So there's um, okay. So some of the the top level. Dua Lipa's fans speak up because they've got a, she's got a tune where he's on the remix and they're like yeah oh, yank him, him. yeah remove yeah. him from that remix mm. immediately they did that they they removed him and they yeah. they took that one down off of the streaming services uploaded yeah. the version with just her on it yeah so because now she obviously she got behind that a bunch of other artists as well she she endorsed and she put out a tweet saying yeah yank him this is wrong Demi Lovato speaks up. Boohoo man cuts ties. Uh, this is day by day. Elton John debunks the baby's misinformation. Um, is this where he was pr- protecting the baby? Elton John. So the statement, well, what he actually says, we've been shocked to read about the HIV inf- misinformation and homophobic statements made at a recent the baby show. Um, he wrote on social media that's Elton John this fuels stigma and discrimination and is opposite of what the world needs right now um, okay so he's not actually so saying much and this yeah. is what I'm saying Elton John's been in the crud of this whole like being gay and being publicly gay and all the rest because in the beginning of his career mm. he was married was he not I don't know man I'm pretty sure Elton John I'm was married and John it was John. obviously it must have been like a cover up for him being gay because back in them days, like, being openly gay was like, are you crazy? Yeah. And then you think you're going to get, like, the sales. Anyway, so he's been through the, through the worst of it. He's been yeah, through the he's thick been of through it, right? the torch, the flames. So I can imagine Elton John's looked at this productively and yeah. seen the baby as not the problem, but the fringe problem. And said, mm-hmm. there's no point me going out here and kicking off at him. He is not the issue here. It's the misinformation that he's been given. What we should be doing is finding out where this misinformation is coming from and rectify that. Therefore, you can stop all of these other people thinking and feeling the same way he does. Well, it's like, and um, that is a voice of experience because Elton John's been through the, the worst of it yeah. in his career. Do you know what I mean? I mean that is the kind of productivity, that's the kind of um, perspective that people should be having instead of just to cancel a man. Didn't he duet with um, Eminem at the, the peak of yep. Eminem's most homophobic lyrics? Bro, yeah, he, <laughs> did, he did the piano for Dino's yeah. part. But he's gone, hold on, wondering why. <laughs> yeah. And then they did the fake... Holding hands in the air. I'm sorry, I knew but... Eminem was yeah, <laughs> Elton John. So um, you made him do that by force, boy. When the labels were talking and they just estimated the size of the bag, the resultant bag from this, <laughs> they were like, guys, your personal views aside, Elton, you might not like this little lad here, but look at this bag. M, you say a lot of wild shit on your lyrics. Elton John is Elton John. Yeah. Look at this bag. <laughs> Everyone looked at the bag collectively and they were like, we acknowledge the size of the bag. <laughs> Let's come together and perform. You Let's know? all hold this bag. Respect. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's when people do these things that make it sound like, yeah, I, th- I just think the, the world really needed it. No, you don't care what the world. You saw the bag. Yeah. You saw the right. size of the bag. It's like, oh, I just thought the world... It's at this point right now. The world is me, the and world. what they need is, is bank. <laughs> no, it's your bank account. Nah, I remember. I remember that. One. That was at a VMA awards or something like that. Yeah, that was because crazy. the thing is as well. The the thing the reason why it was even more hyped up 
even though Eminem was doing his homophobic, it uh, was saying all the homophobic stuff in his lyrics. The reason why it was more hyped up is because he said things in his bars directly about Elton John. Oh yeah. So it was like, <laughs> whoa. Like, certain rappers aren't stepping into the same club as each other if, if the next man's put him in the bar. Mm, yeah. Now you got Elton John and Eminem doing a whole performance yeah. on a live stage. Brother, that bag must have been hurt. Weighty. Or Weighty. the absence of a bag. The, threaten, the threatening of an absence to be like, if you don't do this, mm. you're going to lose X amount of money. But yeah. see for Why that? <laughs> what he must be thinking about this guy who's... I was just living my life being out on John... You, as some rapper from Detroit, is coming out now and taking digs at me out of yeah. nowhere. Have I ever done anything wrong to you? True. Now yeah, the yeah. label's saying, yeah. I need to work with you. <laughs> like, what? I know My that. bag's regardless. I'm Elton motherfucking John. Elton John must have got that first phone call and been like, fuck this guy, bro. That turned into a roadman star. That said, man, put all the posture in the camp side. He said, fuck that guy, bro. <laughs> Let me call the man there. <laughs> I'll bust his head with my whole. I'll fling him on my grand piano. Trust me. Don't let me back off the. Don't let me back off the sparkling shades, bro. Don't let them. So, don't let the high top hat fool you, bro. So I'm a, on crud. You must have reminded people who he is. You know how many game man I got ready to rouse, son. <laughs> I am candle in the wind, Elton John. Joey, <laughs> shit. Some it, respect on that. In a kind of hypocritical opinion, though, like even though I'm not a, I'm not for cancel culture, I'm like, if you say something fucked up like the baby and then sponsors and people you're fucking with don't want to, like, don't want to work with you, I'm like, you know. It that's is, not cancel, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's, that's just what, you don't align is, with our brand anymore. Yeah, it you've, is, made that, it, you've made that obvious. Yeah, so like, it is where it is, isn't it? Like, yeah. But what, that's what, a direct, what I don't that's like That's a result is, of you not, yeah. oh, that's a business transaction. Exactly. That's like, what that is. Yeah. You know, I, I, what I don't like is the, the fucking campaigns to be like, this person needs to be cancelled now. It's like, to me, it should be, yo, this person says something fucked up. These businesses, if they know what's good for them, even need to, to like make a statement that they will or won't work with them. You know what I mean? You shouldn't be trying to push it because it's like, it's, it's not, it's, it's, well, all businesses are official, but it's like, you know, it's like, it's performative. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, that's the kind of shit where I'm just like, ugh. It's all, it's, it's all just... Yeah, like when brands jump on the bandwagon of stuff, even if they have uh, like the right to, so that if they've partnered with somebody and then they go out and say, oh, we're not going to work with him. It's like, you could have just not worked with him. Like, didn't, didn't Spotify... You didn't have to yeah. say something. Didn't like, Spotify like, like drop R. Kelly's music or something like that? Or was it... No, they took him off all official playlists. Oh, okay, yeah. So like if, if users put him on a playlist and that, that playlist happened to be like very popular... They couldn't touch it, but like official playlists that they cre- curate themselves, they took him off all of that. Is but the music's on his... still on Spotify. Just yeah. remember that bit. Yeah, the music is still on the fucking platform. <laughs> it's just not going to be algorithmed in to yeah. just regular listening. So you can still find it if you want. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I can't do something. I don't know crazy. anyone that I don't know anyone that was looking for R. Kelly other than R. Kelly fans. So R. Kelly fans who aren't really trying to cancel R. Kelly at least not publicly, are still getting to listen to his music. Yeah. yeah. So in my head, it's like, again, you've not cancelled anybody, you've just taken them off the public, taken them out of the public eye. They're still yeah. doing what they're doing. Every time somebody streams an R. Kelly song, he's going to get paid. Oh, yes. Yeah. From inside the cells. Man's going to have the wickedest cigarettes and soap. That's like the... <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to have all the, 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 the softest of cornbread. <laughs> all up in there. <laughs> 
Man's gonna do some shit to be in solitary. You go in his room. He's gonna have widescreen TV, three four. He's gonna have bitches in the cell with him. This is R. Kelly getting streams. He's like, yeah. Let me, let me, yeah. Just some of that Spotify money. Break off some. You know what I mean? Man's gonna get his hair braided. You know, every man in here's got a higher net worth than R. Kelly, isn't it? What? We all got a higher net worth than R. Kelly. That bro is like minus three million dollars, bro. How does that? How does he's, he's minus he's thre- he's minus three million dollars. But if in terms of let him open, let him how let much him open he that, spends, let him open that safe in his bank. In yeah, his, in his how room. much he's the, the him as a assets as well, man. Yeah, like how much money's be- getting spent I'm, on a monthly imagine, basis. Imagine Should he stop you, spending? He'll catch up with that. Very but good. imagine if you if you are locking yeah, women sure, sure. locking women in a dungeon. I'm sure you're locking some money away. A hundred you got a doomsday prepper fucking bunker somewhere, bro. A hundred percent. Space Jam jersey. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, that's the thing, like that's that's kinda like yeah, like it's probably all buried in like, kindergarten somewhere. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> too much, yeah, too much. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing, I never understand I never understand how net worth works. Like you know you can Google anyone's net worth. Anyone that's remotely famous. Oh, yeah. Like, what was it? Um, what's old boy? Uh, what's the singer from Glasgow? Um, uh, who's famous, guitar? famous or not? So. Lewis. Palantini. No, Lewis, um, Lewis Capaldi. Capaldi, yeah. Yeah. I remember he went online one time and he had Googled his own net worth. He's like, it says, yeah, I'm worth 10 million. Is it fuck? <laughs> I was just like, yeah, how does that shit work? Like, how does somebody... Do you know what I mean? And he was just like to himself, like, he's like, I can't even fucking get a chippy the other night because... Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but I was just like, how does that work? Like, how does some, how does the internet evaluate your net worth? It must just be a, a an estimate. Of- well, generally, your net worth is supposed to be like going to the financial portion now. And uh, if I if I botch this, remember, I'm not qualified. Your net worth is generally like all of your assets, like financial and non-financial, uh-huh. minus any debts. So your gross worth, you know, we don't really do gross worth, but gross worth would be just like. Everything or the money before that you, you take out taxes, yeah. But I think net worth is like after everything's said and done, that's how much you're meant to be worth. Oh, right. So, okay. unless R. Kelly has got that bunker somewhere, if that number is official, and the thing is that that, that, that is a stressful that, number to be that, 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 that amount that he's stashed away yeah. might be undeclared. Like, yeah, or, yeah, or, or, like, or like, or like club be, appearances, shows that he's done. Like, he better hope, he, he better hope it is not we. I don't, I'm not hoping for him, but he better hope yeah. it is. Boy. Well, that's one of them because if they do, if they just, oh, I'm gonna be all right, I've got like three million, three million stashed in the IRS, are gonna be like, ping. I was like, when, <laughs> three, which part of that is us? When, when 50 was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm broke. When he declared bankruptcy, <laughs> yeah. that nigga is wild. Oh, do you know how? Man. Do you know what? That's funny though, that, and this is sad to say. That is the easiest way to get the fucking the IRS or the HMRC off your back. You mm. file bankruptcy, they're gonna look at you as a lost cause. These times you're spending cash like you no man's. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you just have to go to a cashless site. This is why they want to make it cashless, so people can so they can stop people from doing that. Over my dead body. Oh, stop you from doing that, nigga. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> they, they ain't gonna stop yeah. no rich people like. Nigga, fuck you and and your net worth. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like it I won't come and live in your house. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm saying this is it ain't to stop it ain't to stop people like like fifty. It's to stop people like you, bro. Yeah, the working yeah. class. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, you know what's mad about the whole net worth thing, especially when it comes to celebrities and all these websites that try and peddle this information. Like 
if that information is not provided to you by the person's accountant, then it's so... It's worse. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is that based on? What, the things that are visible? Uh, a lot yeah, of times of people, these celebrities, in terms of like assets and all this kind of thing, uh, none of it's theirs anyway. Do you know what I mean? A lot of them Renault's, don't even... They won't have anything like, in their personal name. A lot of, um, They'll have corporations, limited yeah, companies, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, that you'll never find. You know that's, I mean? how, that's how you got that whole tax avoidance thing here, man. Like, you know, like... Tell us the, more. T- I tell you more. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, it's the, it's the whole thing of like... What's, what, what's your national insurance number? <laughs> tell us Identify more. yourself to yeah, the camera like, and the audio. This is exactly what you were talking about. Like, they'll set up like... Shell corporations that that obviously exist on you know on territories where you're effectively not paying any tax, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then declare that as you know same thing yeah. that like Amazon does with like like loads of companies do with um like uh, is it Northern Ireland or Ireland I can't remember which one's the one that's basically a tax haven. Oh, well, if you know Ireland and Jersey, Northern Ireland. I'm sorry, Republic of Ireland. Yeah, if you Northern notice, like every every company's like oh, yeah. our Irish offices and like. Mm-hmm. They, like you don't pay any tax it's part on of it. Europe. Yeah, so yeah, you don't yeah. pay any tax on it, and they, like they basically they all went. To, so all these big companies started popping up in Dublin somehow. Yeah, <laughs> you know, in the past like 15, 20 years, they started popping up in Dublin. Two hundred like, oh, companies yeah. registered in like, one building. They're close enough to the UK, but they're not part of the UK. Like you, <laughs> mother, no, Great Britain. Sorry, it's, like, um, you know, <laughs> you're teasing me. <laughs> you know that comedian? Um, oh, what's his name? David Mitchell, the guy from Peep Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Is yeah. he the bigger one? The round one, yeah, the round oh, one. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the like, that's how he sounds. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's got a, like he was, there was a show he was on. I forgot it was, but he's got a good bit on it. And he's just like, tax avoidance is fucking bonkers because normally you tax the things you want to avoid, but with tax avoidance, you're basically putting a tax on on someone's conscience on how nice they can be. So you're basically you're encouraging people to to basically not be nice and basically just hide their money and cause havoc for everyone else. Mm. And it's like, obviously he, he says, I'm a lot better than he is. That's why he's a comedian and I'm a fucking programmer, but <laughs> I'll send it to you later, man. But it's yeah, just, nah, that, that, that shit's always interested to me. It's always yeah. like... I think, it, do you know what it is? I think some people just have the attitude of, it's my money, I earn it. Why should I give anybody else anything? And I feel like when you're younger, you get it because like, you don't really know how much of a a debt or a, no how much of a bill you are on the country so when we go to school our parents didn't have to pay for school we weren't we didn't go to private schools or anything our parents just sent us to the local school but that costs money someone is someone somewhere along the line we have a we are a bill to somebody or somewhere yeah. mm-hmm. um it's only when we get older and we start needing the nhs or we start driving and we think why are the roads so fucking you go to some countries the roads are ter- the roads are fucking terrible. But our country, like you see the odd pothole, mm. you can complain about the pothole because there'll be one pothole in your whole journey for that week. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But you go to another country, there's potholes everywhere. Right. The whole road is a pothole. You're driving in a crater. Yeah. That's because they don't pay the tax like they're supposed to. Exactly. So when you get potholes older, you start becoming right? aware of how much things cost. And as a collective, we need to contribute to this pot, well, which is a taxing. However, it starts to get sticky when it seems like the working class, the people that have the least, least amount of money per capita are paying, them, paying more um, represent, um, proportionally than the people that could afford to just give this money away. Yeah. And that's where we start having an issue. Well, yeah, that's this whole tax Tax the many yeah. and you will get more money, basically. But tax the people that can afford it. Mm. 
but that's how that goes. But yeah, yeah it's just, yeah, it's like a, it's like I was saying, like um, you know, when you're saying about, you know, some people think it's their money. Why should I? Why should I pay? You know, more than I have to. I'm it's people. Li- yeah, like, <laughs> well, I'm people. Just <laughs> that, that's pretty. That's pretty much like libertarians' whole stance, and that's why uh-huh. I don't. That's why I'm like. Because it ignores like the most obvious fucking thing. It's just that, did you do everything, fucking everything to get to the point where you it's are? True, it's like, very true. Like 90, 90% of what you do is fucking luck. You didn't choose who you were born to. You didn't choose nope. the circumstances right. of your of how you were raised. You know what I mean? All of these things, like all of these things factor into your decision making. Like maybe the education you got. Like if I have like, you know I me, mean? I drink coffee in the morning. If I choose not to have a coffee uh, that morning, my decision making might be impaired because I'm not thinking like I'm not going to be thinking the same. But the fact that you are born into you live in a society which you were born into where coffee is just readily available can change your whole outcome of your whole life. If every every day of your adult life you're able to be functional to make a, a sound decision because you have coffee. But it's like I could miss. That's, that. not, that's what you're doing. You don't I, mind the coffee yourself. Yeah, but it's like I could miss. I could miss the. I could miss a coffee, and maybe I will get a headache from withdrawals, and that mm. means like I'm not making you know functional decisions. Like all these little things affect you. And it's just like you know, it all it all builds up. It's not just these people think very very like myopically. They're like mm. I made this money, but like mm. what made you? Is is yeah, like, yeah it's true. Because as a DJ, I can't really take that stance. I'm not even playing my own music. Yeah. <laughs> Um, when I go to the club, I didn't communist. Pay this, I didn't pay for this. I didn't pay for this equipment. Yeah, I've just been hired as my skill set. All I have to own is my skill set in the matter where where my DJs are concerned. But like that's why I have a real problem with rappers when they say, "Oh, I came up from the mud, like did it on my own." No, you never. Yeah. The fact that you, the fact, did you build a microphone from no. scratch? Are you Tony Stark in a cave? <laughs> no, you're not. So first of all, you didn't. Shout out to man like Shure and Sennheiser. They did. They did the majority of your work. All you did was waste people's SoundCloud listening minutes. Do you know what I mean? At this point, your internet. Did you invent internet? Did you invent laptops? It's funny when you... Did you invent the guy that made the beat? No, you didn't. Yeah, it came up from the mud. I hear so many SoundCloud rappers use that. And I'm just like, my guy, you're still in the mud. (laughs) (laughs) It came up from the mud. It's like, you're you're still very much in the mud. Your elbow deep in the mud, my guy. Keep rapping. Get out the mud first and then reminisce. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing, like, a lot of people do have this attitude of, oh, I did it on my own. No, you did it with a lot of obstacles in your way, more than maybe the average person in your environment. Go tell them that you came up from hard times. Go, go, go to the fellas in Brazil. Talk, mm-hmm. talk, tell them about your hard times. They'll laugh at you yeah. and spray you with an AK and take your Reeboks. <laughs> do you know what I mean? They'll take your clean clothes that you... The fact that you're able to go there in the first place and tell them about, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, so it's one of them ones. You have to, like, everyone has to pay their bills Mm -hmm. and pay their dividends. It's just, we're not taught what we are actually, how much of an expense we are as individuals. Yeah. We're taught, oh, you have to pay. We're just told, we're not even taught, we're told, oh, we have to pay for the hospital and the education system. Ask somebody where the money, where their tax actually goes, the education system, or how the education system utilises that money. They won't know. They can guess, and if they work in a, in a financial industry or even just in an office, you know, they can probably you know, estimate like, how, it, how the process works, but they won't be able to tell you directly. No one can. But all you need to, as far as the government's concerned, all you need to know is you pay your 12.5%, or how whatever tax bracket you're in, 
and you're good. You're good to use the NHS. We can, we, you can, we can afford to keep the NHS running. We can afford to keep the uh, education system popping. So when you do have kids or when you want to go and study, whatever course or whatever, you know, you can do it. Yeah. You, we can afford, so you can afford the privileges. Whether you take advantage of those privileges is up to you. Mm. But you don't get to decide. You don't get to come off the grid as and when you feel like it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But you do if you're rich. This ain't partner. Well, it, <laughs> it, it is if you're rich. That's the problem. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, you know, that's like, that. And I think that's where the, that's where the, the hypocrisy well, comes yeah, in. It's well, like, oh, so when you've got enough money, you can afford to just jump in and jump out. All right. Isn't it? Isn't it? What, like, um, what's the phrase? I always forget this. It's like, you do capi- you capitalism for D, socialism for me, like for rich people. Because when, when rich people and rich companies fuck up, like we all pay for it. We bail the banks out, yeah, all this yeah, stuff, right? True. You know, yeah. when right. when you miss that mortgage payment, bro, and that guy comes man kicking I, your bro, door. Man, I'm missing, <laughs> missing payments on finance for the couch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, a couch. But I say, Bezos, help me. <laughs> Bezos don't even need to look at it. Bezos could just drop like 0.001% of his finance. Just drop a, drop a healthy oh, 400 pound on you. Drop it here. So if a, he's not even missing that. To him, that's like four pence. Do you know what's there's, there's people but, but no, apparently people he's like Bezos, there. people like Musk, like, what's wild is these guys can tweet your name, bro. They just tweet your name. They, they do not need to transfer no money to your account. They don't need to put no content behind They just behind tweet it. your name. At DJ The people who will seek you out, not even knowing what you do, not even knowing anything, trying to throw money at you. Your and be like, come up. Oh, yeah. shit. You must be the next big thing then. Uh, can we somehow be involved? <laughs> what? 100,000. Wear our t-shirt for five minutes next time. It's just oh. like, what? Why are you... This is what I'm saying. All these Change hackers. your life. See all these they hackers that are going name. into like celebrities' um, accounts and hacking their accounts yeah. and airing out their DMs. Yeah. Just tweet yourself. Trust me. If, if I was a hack... Tweet a to your mixtape. Kim... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I was a hack Kim Kardashian's thing, yeah. I would tweet myself... 14 million times. <laughs> I would say, I'd be like, Kim Kardashian, at DJ Ellington. No context, no nothing. Yeah. Maybe drop a couple fire emojis. Yeah. People will look at me, go on my profile and be like, oh, he's a DJ. He must be sick. Yeah. Let me book him to go do Dubai, Vegas, LA. And all that thing. These times, I don't even, I will mm. have done it. These times you're looking there for nudes. Bro, she's married with four kids. There are no more nudes. Trust me. <laughs> You've seen them all from Ray J. Done leaked them a yeah, long time shit. ago. Oh, certain, dude. certain, certain uh, pictures got leaked a couple, like about six, seven years ago. Yeah. That's it. You've yeah. seen them all. Take time. Exactly. Oh, but you're here doing DMs, DMs, and wonder who she's trying to chat to, uh, chat to uh, behind Kanye's back. Don't worry about that. Tweet yourself and keep it stepping, bro. Keep it moving. Well, the fucking one that always gets me, and it's like that fictional thing of. Um, would you take 500,000 or a dinner with Jay-Z? Oh, fuck off, man. Give me the 500,000. <laughs> <laughs> Jay-Z to look yeah, at you. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're, like, you're doing dinner with Jay-Z. He scrambles and leaves you with the bill. Now yeah. you're going to wish you had that 500,000. <laughs> <laughs> dinner with Jay-Z, guy turns up, he's more concerned with chowing down the food. I like yeah. he, you're a stranger to him. Man's giving you advice with his mouth open. Yeah, no, no. no. <laughs> like, this time now you know you can't even stand Jay-Z. Like, That's nigga. I, we'd be like, oh, like what are you going to do what set up some business things he's like you got any capital you're just sitting there with 20,000 in your pocket <laughs> I paid everything I had to have this meal with you uh well you fucked up man yeah, like, nah, man just eating the main course I'm like you know you're stupid right <laughs> <laughs> you know you fucked up right <laughs> you know you fucked up right <laughs> 
like when I see people answer that seriously, it's like, oh, but the business knowledge you would, bro. Like, I like what, what was the one that bro, came before it? Was it? Was it? Um, would you take a hundred grand or a book on how to make a hundred? Book on how to make a million. I'll take the hundred grand because the first page is gonna be acquire a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a hundred grand. Go to the gambling, go gambling, double up your money. Bruv, uh, it's fucking stupid. Some, people, about, some people think they're too woke, man. I'm just like, big man, sometimes the obvious decision is the right one. Well, I was fucking, I always love those fucking stories that they show in the paper sometime where it's like, <clears throat> this 24 year old paid off like their home and they have a business. And it's always like, I went to uni, I did this. My dad paid off my debt. <laughs> every time, every fucking time, bro. Like we're reading. talking from a different. The grass is greener on your side. Yeah, like, it's like we're you know not we're mean? not on the same game here. Every oh, bro, I did bro. see that one. I did see one the other day though, always... and I was trying to figure out how she did it. But basically, there was this girl at uni. She was in her third year, and she'd already bought a house for a three bedroom house for one hundred and eighty grand. So first of all, that tells you it wasn't nowhere near a big city. Mm. Cause 180 grand for three bedrooms. Three bedrooms, nah. brother. That was in the middle of nowhere. Um, so I'm watching. I'm watching it. I'm I'm lo- I'm looking at this girl and I'm I'm reading like the the blog in the page and then I go to I Google her. So I'm reading more as, as much as I can find. She's not like super famous or anything. She's just kind of like a hot topic just now. So I'm reading it. And I'm thinking, but now nah, there must be something going on here because it's impressive if she's done it. Yeah, she used to sell, she sold like cosmetics or whatever and she was doing like, like Avon, but not Avon. Like mm. that kind of like, what do you call them again? Yeah, like the those, those mail order. Network marketing. Yeah. yeah, basically like, like that. So she's making money from that. She had a job. She's doing all these little hustles and I'm like, okay, I rate the hustle. But something ain't adding up here. Mm. Something's not adding up here because mortgages ain't giving you, mortgage lenders not giving you mortgages on hustle. Yeah. You got to have Fund, you got to have a yeah. business. If you're doing this like self-employed, you have yeah. to have money coming in legitimately, showing that you're... Pre- I know. Yeah. We've all been we've been in that position. So it's like, I'm like, okay, there's something else here. I come to find out that her dad owns half the city that they're in with all these shops selling hair and makeup products. I said, don't finesse that. Don't try yeah. to... Finesse. He did... You, you, so when you're talking about, oh, yeah, I've done it all myself. No, you didn't. Your well, dad that, definitely gave you deposit money. Yeah. How how you've managed and uh, what agreement you've come up with him with how you're gonna pay it back is a different story. But I know the bank of dad probably got zero percent interest, probably got minus interest. Mm. Man saying, oh, that last 20 grand you owe me. Don't worry about it. Ah! Mm. Bank is free! <laughs> that last 20 grand you owe me. After you finish paying it, there's an extra 30 because of interest. <laughs> Blood, they're not giving you nothing. But so when I saw that, I was like, why do people promote this shit? It just makes everyone feel everyone in that position, in that situation, in that um like age group who isn't got that yeah. feel shit. Mm. That is the problem. So yeah, when I see these things, I'm like, right. I'm not congratulating you because I don't know the ins and outs. Right. Of what every, you like those stories come up like a couple of times a year. For oh, no it's from the Daily Mail or the yeah, Sun. Like Daily it? Mail or the it's Sun. It's just like, lies, bro. For no fucking reason. It's like I'm provoked. <laughs> It's like, isn't Megan doing something to piss you off or something? Hello? Like, fucking, <laughs> this person, like, they stopped eating avocados and bought two houses. It's like, move, like, man. Listen, listen, listen. I literally saw a meme that said that, like, we stopped getting morning coffee and avocados. Oh, is that 1,006 pounds a year you save if you don't get your morning coffee? I'm yeah, like, they're so? holding up a set of keys. I'm in like, the meme. so? What like, house okay, do you so buy? <laughs> you stopped avocados and coffee and you invested in a set of keys. Is 
Is that the money? <laughs> is, that, is that what we're saying? Because the, the suggestion that you bought a house off that is bullshit. So let's, exactly. You know I mean? A grand you saved in a year. That's not even impressive, by the way. A grand. <laughs> that's all you managed to say. Yeah. Nah, move. It's like the, it's Smokers like the, kick smoking. They hit three, four grand. Do you know what I mean? So but then they about... spend it on like snacks and treats because that smoking, <laughs> that smoking deprivation, boy, how you had your munchies on high. So it's like, yeah, nah. Those stories are always like the financial equivalent of the the fucking myth that if we all put our recycling in the right colour bins that the planet's not going to implode, bruv. Yeah. <laughs> what? I've been saying this. Oh my God. I've been saying this. I'm like, you think your little fucking purple bin with the glass is going to make a big difference? Yeah. Like, the, remember when they told you you shouldn't leave your standby light on on on, uh, on your TV because mm. it uses up unnecessary energy? Yeah. yeah. These times, go to George Street, look at the Holland and Barrett shop, the whole front of the shop, yeah, all the monitors, all the TVs, all <laughs> bright. They'll tell us all that shit. And, and they're old TVs as well, so you know that the energy <laughs> consumption is on C. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The heat coming <laughs> off them back boys. And homeless people outside yeah. the window be like, I've got a good spot yeah. here. You've got central heating off the TV. Yeah. But my little red LED yeah. on my wow. new TV is giving is, is costing too much energy. Oh man, they get the fuck out of this. here, bro. Everything they tell Vegas is lit up 24 hours a day. <laughs> in the daytime, they got the lights on. Exactly. Trafalgar Square. Yeah. They got the lights on in the daytime in the summer they feed us of summer all this summer. Bullshit. They feed us all this bullshit. And then the same time they'll be like, um, we're introducing three more flights to Los Angeles every day. Uh, right now there's already eight. But one of those flights more. are canceling you know out all the, the flipping what what a, a transatlantic flight does to this planet. Yeah. And you're being told, yeah, put your glass bottle in the bin to save well, the planet. You know this whole thing about paying to be carbon neutral? If you were paying the actual carbon price of a flight, no one's flying anywhere, bro. No. It'd be Elon Musk Resident and Jeff flights. Bezos flying just to spite each other, bro. Because the, the like flying is so heavily subsidized already, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. And it's like yeah, as you say, like recycling doesn't do shit. It makes you feel good, you know. But I'm it, not gonna lie, it, it, I've got a recycle bin outside the door. Yeah, that's why I recycle. Yeah, because it's I open my front door, boom, it's right there. Yeah. I don't even need. I could probably lean off my front door and just toss it's, it in the bucket. That's how far it's it is from my doorstep. Ninety percent of the pollution is caused between um, cows farting. Well, yeah, I think it's like 50%. Yeah, it's a lot. So, <laughs> so it comes a lot to answer but, for, man. That, 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> I eat chicken, we'll people got a problem with it. Nah, niggas, just... the cows you got to watch. Yeah, it's nah, them it's... niggas. Just <laughs> eat goat, bastard. Oh, don't even get me started on that. So... <laughs> what? And there was this article that oh. someone threw in the group, right? I think oh, it was Joel. It was, Joel, it was like, man. yeah, it was, it was off Twitter. And it was like, this is an article saying uh, we'd save, um, well, like, the world, what was it? We could reduce our carbon uh, footprint if we stopped eating beef and ate more goat, but we are too scared to. So he put it in the group <laughs> and he said, who's this we? <laughs> <laughs> this is we as white people. I was yeah, like, so I was like biggest meat they eat goat. Delicious. The finest Treats. of meats. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been to the Caribbean? Are you mad? I eat more. I would. If I could source it and could be bothered to cook it, I'd eat more goat than I did beef. Yeah, 100%. 
That's Easily, weird. Too, they're, they're, too scared. The too. actual reason is that it's fucking. You know, this is like you can't, you can't fuck, you can't. Um, well, I'm going for goat meat, man. You, you can't, you can't do to goats what you do to cows. You can't really battery farm them like that. They yeah, need to be yeah. free range. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what it's like. Otherwise, them goats would just be kicking each other to death, bro. You'd be like, what's this battered meat? Yeah, like it's it's like I was reading that I was cracking up, and then I posted it into. Like one of my other groups, I said the same thing. I was like, no, this, it, this ain't, this, we ain't no black people, boy. Yeah, and I was like, me. I was like, like every, people. and then like, I like I posted into a group of friends and like they're, they're, they're white. And like one of them was like, why, why are we scared? Because obviously it's just a picture of him. I was just like, you tell me, right? <laughs> you tell me why you're scared. <laughs> your mother yeah. wrote this. But I was just like, and then she was Speak like, Speak for your kind. But then she was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to start eating goat meat from now. I'm like, no. Because every few years this happens, right? Or like a food comes up, you motherfuckers discover it, then the price of it rockets oh by like 10,000%. You avocados. stay there and you eat oh, steak. Yeah. Flipping. Coconut water, bro. Coconut water. Cassava. What was the other thing? Cassava. Flipping um, quinoa. Quinoa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you see Planted. why everyone started doing oh. that? Leave Everything. our food alone. Amaranth used to be like... 50p for a kilo because no one knew who it is. That shit's on nine pounds for a kilo now. That still upsets me to this day, bro. Jeez, fucking ridiculous, man. Leave our food alone. Fuck you for what you did to Amaranth. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> um, well, actually, it's, it's, it's a fast end of far reach. But remember when, when David Beckham wore a do-rag? Oh, when oh, I remember right. the prices of do-rags suddenly took a... And I was just like, my local tried to do that with the do rag. I said, big man, move yourself, yourself right now. Because you start, because you know what the funny thing is? There's an Asian town in Wembley. He had the price tag in the sticker on it, $199. Mm. Did this nigga not just fucking slap a next price tag on the uh, top of it like I can't so see? Cheap. I said, big man, I'm a regular here. I said, why, why $199? He says, ah, you know. No, I don't know. Explain it to me. <laughs> I knew what was going on. Yeah. I said, take this two pounds, bro. Keep, keep the one penny change. You're not getting more. All I have is two pounds. Fuck off, bastard. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's something I fucking miss, man. That's a real London thing. It's when you got the braids as well. Uh, when everyone says, and then the, the, the papers reported, yeah, he paid 200 pounds. Every black person was like, <laughs> for them dead backwards braids. That's 10 pounds at most. That's the, like, I know, I know. You could have, I'm not a cousin that do that in her sleep. Yeah. <laughs> but for free. And you're talking about how 200 back, 202 bills. Nah, you got. You got, you got they saw you coming a mile off. Yeah, they, you like, came in, you came in the bit, you came into the hairdresser and they said, Yeah, we're about to get paid today. <laughs> I just remember something really weird. I remember one time, I don't understand what the fuck was that about? I basically I ended up on this BBC show about people getting haircuts. And I remember What where were I you did, at this point? I was this is when I was back in London. I must have been like 17, 17, 18 or something like that. So it's about 2004, 2005. And I remember like, they basically said, yeah, come down, you get a haircut. And then I was like the only black guy there and it turned out to be a white barber's. And so they couldn't <laughs> cut my shit. These men are turned up with scissors. So <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we going to do with this? And I, I was just thinking at the time. Who told you to go there? It was, I, I, bro, I, I thought I just it literally just popped back into my head now, like these repressed memories, bro. And I'm thinking, <laughs> one, why did I go to this random flight? Like, maybe because it's just good BBC and I wanted to clout come an idiot, mm. bro. I was like, one, why am I going to this random barbers, bro? That's like something you don't do, bro. That is a. <laughs> Regardless, cameras or not. Yeah, bro. 
Man would have jacked up my shit. That was a as fucking a black blessing. Per, as a black person as well. You're yeah. cheating your barber. You crazy. Wow. You deserve to get your head chopped off. Well, I just see that that the world works in mysterious ways, but I just left with my afro and I remember they made us do a walk-off. Like they filmed us walking off. It was a fuck. I didn't even see the show, so it's probably like some weird footage of me on the BBC that somewhere. Shit got cut, bruv. BBC be cutting that shit all the time, bro. Like, nah, I, I, I refuse. I refuse. I refuse to believe that they wouldn't. They wouldn't show a black guy being unable to get his hair cut in a white barber's, bro. That's some exotic shit. <laughs> some, <laughs> Sound like racism to me. That's like some racism safari, bro. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. His wild, unmanageable mane. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere, Doctor Umar is fidgeting in his sleep right now. Bro. <laughs> They got some CGI scissors, it's just like it's coonery of foot. They got like some CGI scissors, shirt going into my hair and bending, bro. Fucking hell, I don't know why I just thought of that, bro. That's yeah, that's madness. That's some fucking wild. Probably uh, yeah, about hour and forty odd. But yeah, but yeah, um, for those of you who don't recognize the voice, you you might have, you know, if you watched the ghost episode, this is uh, Nathan. I'm not gonna. He doesn't have any socials, so there's no point in even putting those out there. Look, any any complaints you have about anything I said, direct all your ire at Ellen Tone, no? Like and his yeah. socials, at him, all the rage, all the grief, go for it. Yeah, do that. Do that was that. his idea, not Sims, in it. So <laughs> do, 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 do all of that. And see what happens to you. <laughs> <laughs> I am not for play play. I'm the wrong one to act. If you want peace and harmony, at Sims. Because <laughs> I will find you, and you know I'm a, I'm about these streets. At Sims, and I'll see it in like two weeks because I don't check my socials. <laughs> cool at me. Case in point, your shit will not be met with. So keep your business to yourself. Understand, we are not big time. We are not. We are at that stage where we are uncancelable. <laughs> at the cusp of greatness, shall we say? Yeah, we're we're not the baby out here. You can't yeah. cancel us. We just reinvent the podcast. The net worth ain't net worth it. Exactly, yeah, we're not worth so. to our net. <laughs> the net's got a hole in it right now. So, <laughs> but um, remember, all my opinions are his. So, fool, go for this it, guy, bro. Like I don't know where you live. I will redirect <laughs> this hate mail to you, boy. You know, we've, covered, we've covered actually, actually covered a lot of ground in in this lot mm. of different topics in here, which a few things, <laughs> a few topics, a few things that I didn't think I would uh, discuss. Net worth. Yeah, that's well. Net worth. What's Cla- well, cancel, cancel culture. culture. We've touched that a few times in different episodes, but yeah. not the way we did today. Like, I think that was just a whole different view. So that was. But yeah, this is going to be fun to edit. Thank goodness I ain't got to do it. Nearly two hours, boy. But yeah, it's calm. I've seen my editing process. I just have it on while I'm doing random things around the house. When I hear something that needs to be edited, yeah. or like I hear a point where the topic changes somewhat, mm. that's when I pause it, put the little. Wow. Jingle in the middle, and then that's it. But basically, effectively, I've listened to every single pod at least twice. So I still can't remember. I can't remember half of them. Once they go up, I just kind of void my brain a bit because I'm like, there's no point in me holding on to this. If I need to reference it, I'll, I know where it's kept. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, uh, episode 44 Reasoning Seasoning brought to you by the Reasoning Seasoning tag team. I go by the name Ellington, also known as Tone. And I go by the name <laughs> And I go by the name of Sims. And of course, we've got our guest in the house today, Mr. Nate G, Nathan, 
I hate being called Nate. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> 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 it's like a gentrified version of your name. <laughs> some, that's some Yankee doodle shit, bro. <laughs> but uh, it's my boy from two decades. Uh, my boy Nathan here. So if you have a problem with anything he says, don't at him. Just keep it to yourself. You, know, you, you don't care about nothing you have to say about what he has to say. So <laughs> with that being said, What's going on people, you're now listening to the Reasoning and Seasoning podcast with myself Ellington and me King Sims. Make sure you check out new episodes every Friday on Spotify and weekly on YouTube. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Reasoning and Seasoning Podcast.